0: our couch we're recorded uh this is the media vote podcast as you can tell by our intro as you can tell by our intro wait does it say media vote podcast now no it's but i <laughs> use the
1: same intro the past
0: 10 episodes yeah but not everybody knows that not we're everybody. on
1: our 10th episode matt Yay. welcome to the 10th episode Whoa. grand spectacular
0: and because it's ten, our 10th ten. episode we're gonna do okay. two hours today yeah, we're uh, we're gonna hope that this isn't long. We're gonna power through stuff. So why don't we just get... it? Us- oh, wait, well, we have to introduce ourselves. My name is Matt.
1: Hi, Matt. And who are you? Oh, I'm Mike. Hi, everybody. There we go. The Media Boat uh, Podcast. We talk
0: about the media, including, but not limited to, movies, television, music, uh, video games, other things. Uh, let's start with movies. What do we got?
1: Movies! We had a... Uh... Two new uh, releases come out this past weekend. Right, uh, Eddie the Eagle, and um, yeah, you know, Race. Yeah, that's I thought those it. came out last week. No, one of them came out. Race came out last week. Well, we don't know. We don't care because Deadpool <laughs> still continuing to dominate the box office. All
0: right, no, well, that's good. Yep, I guess if you're into that kind of thing.
1: I mean, it made another what thirty million? Okay, Something like that.
0: It's not bad. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's going good. Good good for Deadpool. Good for all you Deadpool fans out there. Yeah, and there's really apparently a PS- lot of you. Really good for Fox. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, surprise second place was, I think it was the newcomer, uh, Gods of Egypt. That was the newcomer.
0: Yeah, did you see the stuff about the, the, I mean, you probably have this on your news, about the director going off on people on Facebook?
1: No, I didn't actually see that on the news. Yeah, apparently he was yeah, like, I figured you would talk about it right now.
0: Responding to <laughs> snarky comments.
1: Which you should never do snark. on the internet anyway. It's like, come
0: on, man, that's rule number one. Yep. It's like don't fuel the tro- don't feed the trolls, man. But they're hungry too. They're hungry too, for human flesh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to feed them that. Just don't go under the bridge. <laughs> meet the bridge. As long
1: as you stay over the bridge and go into the positive uh, in your budget, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> <They're no laughs> the bridge is about. the budget line. Yeah. Yes, as yeah. long as you make, make your yeah. back your money, go over the bridge. As
0: long as you're not John Carter, is what
1: you're saying. Yes. Okay, moving on. What else moving do we have? Moving on. Uh, got, so, top five were Gods of Egypt. Top five is back in the top ten? No, top five Top was, five starring Chris Rock? Yes. Okay. Uh, top five was Deadpool, <laughs> Gods of Egypt, right. Kung Fu Panda 3, still okay. hanging in there. Sure. Risen, and Triple Nine, the shooter. Right. I like yes. how you have to... Well, oh, I'm sorry, when I say triple nine, one, triple nine. Yeah. It's, uh, a. I'm surprised it made how much money as it did. I mean, it only made, uh, just about five and a half million to come in number five. Yeah. Tells you how bad everything else was. Hey, you know what? Not many people are going to see
0: movies in the dead of winter. Well, that's all gonna change. Thanks to this weekend. Alright, what do we got coming this weekend?
1: Well, this weekend, we have three movies. All... All types of ranges, so everyone got right. movies. Okay. So, what do you think going to win? Can not do. Because one of these has to win. All right. What do we one have? of these has to, to has to dethrone Deadpool. What do we got? We have the Tina Fey movie Whiskey, Tango, Foxtrot. Right. Uh, that's getting some buzz. The WTF. People like that movie. It stars Tina Fey. She goes to the Middle East to re- record some. Yeah. It may or new may stuff. not be kind of racist, but besides that, or feminist. <laughs> Dick, misogynist.
0: Uh, you know there's to? some there, there's some twitter buzz on my feed in my feeds at least uh, about some people being concerned about this depiction of people from the middle east uh but besides that
1: besides <laughs> that. We have uh, your former boss, Morgan. We talked about last week, Mr. Freeman. He's coming and in with uh, London's London week. Yes, London has fallen. That's uh, and it can't get up. Your action movie, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. London needs life alert. Yes, uh, which is a great alternative title. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that that's your action movie for the weekend. And
1: your kid-friendly movie this weekend, which right. I think is going to dominate the box office because. Last family friend movie we had was Kung Fu Panda 3. Right. But now Disney's coming into the foray
0: with Zootopia. Zootopia, that is the one of these three that I probably will see. you Are going to see it this weekend? Uh, Probably not this weekend, but But, I want to see it eventually. Yeah, Because that looks all right. That looks pretty good. The animation looks good on that. Well, I mean, even past that, I mean, the trailers have been pretty funny so far. Yeah. It's, It's been consistent. Which, I mean, and plus Disney's track record's been really good lately with Frozen and uh, tangled and um big hero big 6 hero was Six. okay uh wreck it ralph you know mm-hmm. it's like they bat pretty good in the last 5 years i'd say that this is probably going to be pretty good
1: yeah uh, zootopia's uh zootopia is uh targeting yeah. a good uh, march opening and that'll
0: you know get it i bet
1: that that's your number 1 yeah that's your uh, number i don't, one I don't see anything uh beating it i mean it's a family friendly movie it's from disney yep. You're going yep. to see it. Sir yep. Jason Bateman, Aegis yep. Elba, uh Jennifer yep. Goodwin. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's your number 1. Yep.
0: Okay. Move, uh, let's get out of box office. What are we talking about?
1: Uh do you okay, do you want to go through movie news or continue with the rest of the month of March?
0: Uh since we're on that track, why don't we talk about the rest of March?
1: All right. So, the following weekend, uh 311, That's my birthday. It's your birthday weekend. <laughs> Which you'll probably go see Zootopia that weekend. I don't know, we'll see. Well, you won't see any of these three, I'll tell you that much. Okay. What do we got? We have Cloverfield Two. Actually,
0: I mentioned earlier so the actual name of this movie yes. is Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yes by the way.
1: Yes. It also doesn't really have anything to do with the original Cloverfield. According to JJ Abrams, it does yeah. not.
0: Uh no, I, I might not I might I, I didn't really have any interest in seeing it. But then I realized this is an opportunity to watch Mary Elizabeth Winstead for like an hour and a half, oh. which I am totally okay with. So maybe I'll see it for that reason.
1: Okay, <laughs> she's she's a pretty person, turns out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> other thing coming out next week is the brother Grimsby.
0: Yeah.
1: The uh, Sasha Baron Cohen.
0: Yeah. No thanks. Nope. Just I'm up not that. a Sasha Baron
1: Cohen guy. Neither am uh, I.
0: I didn't. I don't care for the characters he does.
1: What about that? Uh, well, we just saw the trailer for this today. Okay. Um, Young Messiah comes out that week as well. Yeah. No. Where <laughs> you don't want to see Kid Jesus? I don't want to see Kid Jesus. No Kid Jesus. No. Okay. Do you, you think it should come out? I feel like we should come out around Easter weekend. That maybe is. No, no, next weekend, your birthday weekend. It comes out on the 11th. And when's Easter. Two two weeks later, it's at the end of the month. Uh, okay, end of March. End All of it. March.
0: Well, you know what? Yeah i guess that's kind of a missed opportunity but you know you put out your movie when you can i suppose
1: okay and the other movie we have coming out is the perfect match that's your rom-com for the month yep uh your black rom-com okay i okay yes (laughs) (laughs) thanks uh, for the extra details there you need the extra details uh that's all i got okay Yes. No, no interest, I guess. I know nothing about that. No movie. interest, yes. No, I'll pass. Yes. I'll no no pass inter- on that okay. one. Uh, then the following weekend, so do you think is going to roll over on that one? Uh, probably. Probably. I think uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane has the possibility. Maybe. But uh, I don't think so. Maybe, but yeah. If so, t- it depends on the. It depends on yeah. Zootopia's opening weekend. It depends
0: on how strong it is. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's really, really strong, then yeah, that's a good indicator that it'll roll over.
1: Yep. Cool. Uh, Mid March, week okay. after, three uh, March 18th. Yeah, we have two movies coming out that weekend. Okay. First one is Allegiant, the right, sequel to uh, Divergent. to sequel. Divergent, the sequel to <laughs> Insurgent. <laughs> Yes, the Ent books. Yes, the Ents. Yes, it's all about those walking trees. <laughs> yes, first it was <laughs> Divergent, then it was Insurgent, now it's Allegiant, and they will come out with a fourth one called something else.
0: My phone wants to know whether I liked my purchase from Upspring Baby. You can tell that uh, my uh, brother-in-law has been using my Amazon Prime. Yes. Anyways.
1: <laughs> that, that's the baby news for you. <laughs> baby news. Brought to you by Media Boat. Yep. Yeah. Um, so divergent. Do you think? Do you have any interest? I mean, no. I barely saw the first no. trailer today. No, as you could tell, I didn't see the last
0: two of those things. The only young adult fiction movie series that I've seen all of, actually, that's not even true anymore. That I've seen most of is The Hunger Games. And
1: you missed out, like me, on the last one. I right? didn't see the last one yet. Yeah, Hunger Games, um, Mockingjay Part Two.
0: Because I was like, after after Part One, I was like, ah, what are they doing? What are you guys doing? For so. me,
1: it was, I don't care how it ends. I don't ca- There's I nothing care. compelling me to go see how this all gets resolved. I care, but let's say I cared a lot more
0: after the second one than I did after the third one. The stakes were higher. It left with a better cliffhanger. Also, I think the characters were more likable back then. Yeah. <laughs> they do some things with some characters in that third one where I'm like... Yeah, I still like Jennifer Lawrence, but everybody else kind of sucks. Well,
1: do you like uh, Shailene Woodley?
0: I do not know what you just said. Is that a name of a person? That
1: is the name of the lead <laughs> in the Divergent series. See, that That tells you how much I care <laughs> about Divergent. I didn't even know that was a human being. She was in The Fault in Our Stars. Again,
0: I didn't see that.
1: So. She was in um, the George Clooney movie, <laughs> The Descendants.
0: Okay, I did see The Descendants. Yeah. That's a good movie. I do not... She must have been the kid, right? Yes. She was the older daughter. Got it. Okay. All right. Now I have an image, at least. but <laughs> She's aged since
1: that, then. I would assume. That's how <laughs> that's how time works, so yes. Yes. Uh, people compared her to Jennifer Lawrence. Uh-huh. So she went and cut her hair and went like, like pixie Jennifer cut. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Well, no. Jen- and then Jennifer Lawrence say, cut her hey, hair like it.
0: Wait. Yeah, now I'm confused. Yeah. Anyways. Let's talk they, about something else then.
1: how about miracles from heaven insurgent what's miracles from heaven it is the other god movie coming out this uh jesus literally yes jesus everywhere coming out this month starring um ben affleck's wife (laughs) jennifer garner yes electra (laughs) yes yes
0: ben affleck's wife that's how you refer to her (laughs)
1: that's how everyone refers to her that's not that's not true I'm sorry. She hasn't been in movies lately. Jennifer Garner? Sure. The last movie I saw her in was Kingdom of Heaven, I think. <laughs> you think? I think it was called Kingdom of the, Heaven. The name of that movie? Kingdom of Heaven, I think? With, with Jamie Foxx and they Go to the Desert? Sure. I believe that was called Kingdom S- of Heaven. It sounds like something that would have happened. I don't know. There's too many movies. Just Jennifer Garner hasn't done a whole lot.
0: Lately. Okay. She's been mom. She's been mom lately. She's been doing those uh, uh, Capital One commercials. Oh, yeah. The Blue Dress. That's Capital One, right? Uh, the venture card. Yes. Yeah, cause she's on a plane.
1: Yep. Stuff. Yeah, she's been doing that. Okay. That's something. That That's something that JPEG. <laughs> okay. All right. Then, then we have the end of the month, and the big movie coming out, the sequel everyone has been waiting for. Okay. Clamoring all over the internet. Okay. A big fat Greek wedding <laughs> too. Yes, the internet is big on this one. They're just all
0: talking about sharing tips about how to use their Windex. Just.
1: It hears everything. everything. Uh, <laughs> but I'll probably see that. You probably will because <laughs> you're not going to see this next movie. Because God no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, unfortunately, or unfortunately for this other movie it comes out the same weekend. Okay. And that's uh Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Dawn of Justice.
0: Some people are really excited about that thing.
1: Uh, uh, you, this doesn't yeah. work. This doesn't work. But I'm pointing to myself. Yeah. This doesn't play on the... <laughs> podcast, but it's him. It's
0: me. It's him. I am the one who is excited. Because I sure am not. Because, I mean, those Batman movies are pretty good. But you know what's not good? Superman. You don't like Zack Snyder. I don't like Zack Snyder. That's one thing. But also, Superman. I just have a problem with Superman. Losing? No. Being a character. Oh. He's too good. He's too perfect. It's why you can't make a video game about Superman, because you couldn't lose. It's why you can't make a good movie about Superman, because he's boring.
1: No. Yeah. Superman is boring. He's a boring character. He's a Boy Scout. Yeah, that's boring. It's the Forrest Gump effect where he doesn't change as a character, he makes everyone else around him change.
0: Yeah, it's boring. That's really boring. No, it's interesting. You know what takes that concept and makes it not boring? Captain Freakin'
1: America. But at least Captain America is more morals Yeah. That's than just the way they straight it. up
0: not as boring good bad. Yeah, boring like he cannot be bad to Superman.
1: But Captain America is also in a spy organization where that in and <laughs> of itself is yeah. a morally conflicting right. entity. Exactly.
0: What I'm saying is is what that, you're saying, that is a more interesting, an nuanced story. character than frickin' Superman. Whose one thing is a green glowy rock. And everything else has to be built around that
1: yeah you're forgetting about the suns, but that's in the comic book I universe i don't need to know about <laughs> any sons yes uh superman is near a red sun he oh, becomes whatever. mortal.
0: red sun
1: the red sun you're making that up nope comic book lore <laughs> your comic book lore i am I, I i google comic book lore i don't read it i'm sure you do well i don't read it but i google it i yep. know my yep. stuff yep Anyways. For the most part.
0: So, yeah, Batman v Superman, that's a movie. Yep. Wait, is it Batman v Superman or is it Superman v, v Batman? No, Batman comes first. Because of alphabetical order, right? Yes, also Batman is the more. Also, prominent. Batman comes first. Yes. You could just end that sentence that way. Because <laughs> Batman is by. just He's more interesting than Superman.
1: I uh, think. By and large, in this more gen- recent generation, he is the bigger name. Yeah. I mean. He's the one with the film, like the film trilogy,
0: trilo- trilogies to back up. Yes. You, the, well, I mean, maybe not that. You like, not maybe not counting the, those the Schumacher Sch- movies, <laughs> but he has an established franchise. People like Batman, Superman. I mean, there's a couple of good Superman movies, but Jesse, I, yeah, right. I it. mean,
1: okay. What if we throw in Lex Luthor? Would that help you?
0: Yeah, it's, it's
1: frickin' uh, How about, um, Mark Zuckerberg. How about Gal Gadot? <laughs> Gal Gadot has uh, Wonder Woman. Would that help you? <laughs>
0: sure. Why do we throw out some
1: Aquaman? That will some cyborgs. That will be... Some, uh, some, this movie's gonna be packed.
0: It's so dumb. This
1: movie will be huge. It's, it's set up for Justice League, right? That's all this is? It's trying to, yes. Yeah. The setup know. is that it will lead into Justice League. That'll win that weekend, though. Well, clearly. Yeah. And when we get closer... And the more buzz, we'll start talking box office numbers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to be gigantic. I think that movie kind of like I think of what, of, Man of Man of Steel. Okay. I think that level is what we need to be looking at. I think the people who are saying this is going to be Star Wars are insane. Yeah, it's still not going to be Star Wars. Nowhere near it. People are talking, I'm like, oh, it's going to be, it's like, oh, pre-order numbers are getting to Star Wars level. I'm nope. like, no. Yeah, maybe pre-order numbers. No, not that day of. But day of, it's going to tamper your expectations. This is going to be March comic book movie. This is <laughs> not March. June comic book movie. So, you, Avengers. No. 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 Less, than less. Avengers. Okay. God. God, less. Like, like I'm saying, like Man of Steel numbers. Okay. X-Men, like, like, spin-off numbers. We're looking at. Wolver the Wolverine numbers here. Ooh,
1: no, <laughs> not that bad. No, not that bad. <laughs> it's gonna hit around one twenty five, I think. Okay, so, so one twenty five to one fifty is where I'm putting that's it. That's what right I'm saying. Now. Man of Steel. Numbers. Beginning of March, I'm putting it Man right of there. One twenty
0: five, one fifty. It's not even gonna hit Dark Knight, like Dark Knight prizes level. We're not looking uh, at that
1: no, kind no. of level. No, it's uh, Dark Knight.
0: No, Dark Knight is. Oh, no, t- Dark Knight is the oh, d- uh, overall. I'm saying it's not you're talking. hitting okay. Dark
1: Knight Rises Ooh. level. That's what I'm saying is it's not even that big. Okay. I don't know. That, okay. We That's need to all. move on. Okay, moving on. I mean, that, that was a semi-short segment. Okay. okay. moving on. Um, <laughs> Keep it that way. We had uh, some trailers drop this week, all right? Uh, because, because Utopia is coming out. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, three family friendly friendly uh, trailers drop. Yep. First one is. Straight from Disney. Straight out, out of Pixar. Disney. Uh, talking about Finding Dory two. So I showed you this trailer. You know what's a good movie?
0: Wally. Finding Nemo. Uh, yes. I think Finding Nemo is a better movie than Wally. Okay. That's my opinion. I think Finding Nemo is a better movie than Up. Arguable. I think Finding Nemo is a better movie. Do you want to get hit right now? You don't know what I'm gonna say. Then a bug's life. Well, okay. I think Finding Nemo is a better movie than Toy Story one and two, but not three. But not three. Okay. I think Finding Nemo is a better movie
1: than Cars. Than Cars and Cars two. Given. Combined. Given.
0: Basically what I'm saying is I think Finding Nemo is one of the better movies that Pixar has done. Top five? Top easy. Top three. Top three. Top three.
1: Other ones being My top three is
0: probably yeah, Inside Out, Incredibles, awesome. okay. and Finding Nemo, not in that order. Not necessarily in that order. Then maybe Monsters after that. I didn't see University, so I'm not counting that.
1: No. I'll put Ratatouille up there. For oh, me. I keep forgetting about Ratatouille. Everyone no. forgets about Ratatouille.
0: Uh, Ratatouille pushes out Incredibles. Then that's my the, top
1: three. Not, not for
0: me. That's my top three. The Incredibles is a good movie, but I would I rather watch
1: Incredibles super than hot. other movies.
0: The, the, my problem with the Incredibles is I'm not super hot in the moral. I'm not super okay. like confident about the lesson there.
1: But what about Finding Dory 2? What about
0: that lesson? Okay, so that's what I wanted to set that up because. This trailer makes it look like this is not a Pixar movie. I was not impressed. Okay.
1: With the visuals or the storytelling? <laughs> oh, it looks,
0: it looks great. Yes. I mean, that's not a problem with Pixar movie now. They've gotten so good that you know when they put something out, it's going to look like nothing else. Photorealistic. It's going to look the best thing you've right, ever I told seen. you about The Good Dinosaur and how yeah. great that yeah. looked. So, the whole time I was thinking, like, this is weirdly paced like this trailer is moving too fast i don't know where i am i don't know what the characters are doing
1: <laughs> so it's, you're seeing it seems more like a teaser trailer than a yes. story
0: trailer yes that's because it's that's exactly what okay. it is right yeah, yeah. kind of like weird and all over the place and some of the characters seemed interesting but i don't know it seems like that will make sense if pace in a movie pace. because one of the things okay. Finding nemo does really well is pace it's not one of those kids' movies that mm, goes...
1: pace. Yes. The sauce. salsa.
0: Yes. Uh, no, it does... It's like... It takes its time. Whereas a lot of kids' movies have bad habit, especially DreamWorks. Uh has that habit of like,
1: snap, 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 here's the next thing, here's the next thing, here's the next thing. It's go, 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 uh, yeah. short attention span. Finding Nemo stretches it out. You get to know the characters. Well, Finding Nemo is, is going on an adventure, yeah. too. It's, it's, it's you know, the journey from
0: point A to point B. But yeah, it's a character piece. And I don't think this trailer did a very good job of making this look like a character piece.
1: Well, you should already know the characters. You sh- Well, not the you, new characters is what I'm saying. Yes. They
0: introduced like five new characters in this trailer, and you don't know anything about any of them.
1: <laughs> That's okay.
0: Well, I'm sure the movie will be fine. Yes, I'm hoping that that movie is good.
1: From what I gather, Dory winds up in an aquarium. Yeah, That's going to be some type of moral yeah. about... Aquarium and Maybe. Sea World and that kind of life. Maybe. Get like, all, that was get the whole point uh, with the kids po- poking in and sure the tanks. Are you saying this gets
0: all blackfish? Yes. Uh,
1: okay. Right. I, I, I <laughs> probably not as dark <laughs> but or or as like in depth about. Will there be an orca me? character?
0: Ooh. In this movie, there is a whale in this trailer, yes. but it is not an orca. Do you think there will be an orca?
1: There is a beluga whale, there is a whale fish.
0: Is there a baby beluga? Yes. Swimming in the sea?
1: No, it's an arwhal. I don't know where you're going with that, sorry. Rafi. Rafi? Rafi. No. Uh, The only Rafi I know is from uh, League. The League. No, 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 no. Rafi, the kid singer.
0: Nope. When you were in kindergarten, you never listened to a Rafi tape? Yes. I never listened to a Rafi tape. Baby beluga? (laughs) Nope. Nothing. Nothing. It's doing nothing for me. Baby Beluga, baby Beluga. It's doing nothing for me. Da, da, da. Eh, never mind. All right. Gonna have a childhood.
1: Anyways, that movie comes <laughs> out uh, later this year. Okay. We'll we'll cl- keep keep an eye on it. Uh keep other, at least other, one co- eye open. Yeah, because the other trailer <laughs> uh, coming out. Yes. Or actually, the story trailer. All right. Is Angry Birds. Yeah. I made you watch this trailer. Yeah. You were not a fan. No. (laughs) Was it because it was Angry Birds, or what? Weirdly enough, it was a better trailer
0: (laughs) than the Finding Dory trailer was. Okay. It established what the story is,
1: established who those characters are. The only problem is, it looks really bad. (laughs) Uh, No, I I think the animation looks good. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's a story five years too late. Boring. Yeah, exactly. I feel
0: like they missed... I feel like Angry Birds and Warcraft have that in common. Yes. Those are both franchises that if they wanted to be relevant would have come out five years ago.
1: Well, Warcraft's been trying to. And I they just underst- never could. Yeah,
0: I understand how that happened. Yes. But really, it's like both, both are franchises that I don't think the average person in 2016 is thinking about on a daily basis as much as they were five or six years ago.
1: You're probably right, yeah.
0: I think the person that still knows about Do you Angry think Birds has moved on to Minecraft. As I was just, just going to ask, I was saying a Minecraft movie makes sense in 2016, an Angry Birds movie does not.
1: what I was about money. to ask is as the uh, has the kids' generation moved from Angry Birds to Minecraft? At this
0: point, a Clash of Clans movie makes Ooh. more sense. Can you imagine that? Frickin'...
1: Uh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, starring Liam Neeson, um um uh, Mariah Carey and uh uh what's her name? Yes, I love what's her name. Blonde bottled girl. Blonde bottle. Mo- model. Uh, blonde model girl. What was her name? Yes, her. I like her. Frickin' she did all the cla- She's the one with the face. She did the Oh no, I'm thinking of Game of War. Never mind. Oh, you think of Kate <laughs> Upton. Kate Upton. I got my wrong wrong mobile game (laughs) (laughs) see this is how much I know about that (laughs) I thought those were the same thing Clash of Clans is Liam Neeson Game of War is freaking Kate Upton and Mariah Carey you're right right. yes never mind I got that wrong
1: alright well
0: anyways so yeah
1: yeah pass Angry Birds
0: pass well okay I mean I would have said that even before I saw the trailer okay Uh,
1: moving on the last trailer of this week right. happened to be released today. The one that was the most anticipated. And now the, not going to be the most anticipated. <laughs> well. It, okay. it lost a lot of steam All with right. this trailer. Let's talk about Ghostbusters. It's such a great movie for its time. Who are you going to call? Who, who who who, call? who are you going to call? Well, Ray Parker Jr. says I should call <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, if Ray Parker Jr. tells you something... You listen to
0: him. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Um, so, Ghostbusters. We yeah. were really excited for this one, right?
1: You were more excited than I was. You were all up on this all-female so, cast. So, first of all,
0: yeah, again, let's talk about how good Ghostbusters is. That's a good movie. Yes.
1: Ghostbusters 2. Eh. But Ghostbusters 1, that yeah. is a movie, right? That is a movie made with friends. Yeah. And has the actual plot and meaning everyone wants to be it's in great. that movie. Such a good movie. It's, it's classic. a classic.
0: Movie. So, when they revealed... That there was going to be a complete reboot, or, I guess, spiritual successor. Reboot, remake,
1: sequel, something,
0: something. To Ghostbusters starring some amazing SNL alumni, including Kristen Wiig. Kate McKinnon. Uh, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, and, of course, Melissa McCarthy for some reason. Uh, when, yeah, yes. Well, and that was going to be that? our new 2016 Ghostbusters that sounds amazing and Paul Figg is gonna direct who did Bridesmaids, which is amazing. It's like this sounds like the perfect combination, right? On paper. Okay. So the trailer. I've been talking too much. You you take over for a second. So this trailer
1: <laughs> Um well this movie has a hundred and twenty five million dollar budget to it. Yeah. However, fifteen million of that is going to Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> 10 million is going, Think about that for a second. Ten million is going to director Paul Feig. Do that math in your head. However, the trailer clearly shows that they're putting Melissa McCarthy in the lead, which this should be a Kristen Wiig movie.
0: I don't necessarily agree with that.
1: Kristen Wiig is playing the straight man in this movie. Think about
0: where they stand in movies. I know. And you put, perception, and yes. audience perception. Yes, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy is, is bigger than we think she is. Yes, yeah, she is the box office draw. Spy was like a capital H I T hit when that thing came out. Didn't that come out
1: after Tammy?
0: Yeah, Which Tammy was a, B-O-M-B. Was a bomb. But that's what I'm saying is yes. that this is a testament to Melissa McCarthy. She can make. She can be Tammies. in a real crappy movie and then immediately in a real good movie, and no one will care because they'll still see it. Yeah, well, okay. She's hosted Saturday Night Live four times. Four and the <laughs> yeah, Has whatever, in the 16th. As she is us in the song. song. But yeah, yes. no, it's like, she is a bit, and, and yeah, she was what pre- pretty much, like, made the Mike and Molly for those last couple years that it
1: existed. Right, because I think that show would have gone down because so, Billy that, Gardell couldn't carry the yeah, show as the cop. they literally retooled that entire show to be a Melissa McCarthy yes.
0: That is what we're talking about here, so it makes 100% sense to me that they put her
1: as the de facto star. I think that they not only are they shoehorning her in as the star, mm. but in the trailer they had that uh, line where uh, Kristen Wiggs said, "Let's go in," and then yeah. Melissa McCarthy immediately said, "Let's go in." It's like, oh, were you going to take it? And that clearly shows you that dynamic of this was supposed to be a Kristen Wigg movie; she was supposed to be the lead, but because I don't know, Chris, yeah, but Melissa McCarthy. Is now going to be the lead.
0: I like that joke though, and I think it was one of two jokes that really worked on there, in that in that trailer. And yeah, but like I see what you mean, but at the same time, I think that's a funny enough gag in universe where I think that plays.
1: Okay, I think in universe it plays, but I think it's if more you think back, outside of the universe. Because here's the thing:
0: is that I think we're. I think this is maybe just because this is a trailer. The hope, obviously, is that this movie. Ideally, is more of a ensemble piece, just like the original Ghostbusters. Right. That's, you don't think the of whole... the Ghostbusters at, of the original Ghostbusters as oh, that's a Dan Aykroyd movie. No, no, no one thinks that that that. They think of all the Ghostbusters. Yes, right? all four at once. So that's the idea. Is you want to think this oh, if they pull this off, it's going to be I liked Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon, everybody. I liked everybody. I didn't just see this from Melissa McCarthy. But from a marketing perspective, you have to put your star in first. Yes. It makes sense. So, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I. From a
1: marketing perspective, yes. I see putting Melissa McCarthy out front. She's your money She's maker. She's your box office draw. She's your money maker, exactly. And you've got to do so that. You have to shake it. You've got to shake your money maker. That's
0: the problem with trailers, I think, if, uh, to maybe big picture this for a sec. Trailers are marketing devices, and I think it's easy to think, like, get excited for them and then get immediately disappointed by them, because the people making trailers are your marketing teams. Star Wars Phantom Menace. Yeah, exactly. There are people who are making your trailers probably don't know what the messaging of your movie is. They're just putting together the most flashy scenes and what they think are the funniest jokes into a mishmash of whatever hell they
1: want. Also, sometimes they don't even get the full movie. They just get... Pieces, pieces here and there. Right. And you're just supposed to push the, push the thing together. So, no. Trailers are a bad example of what movies are. Yeah. So. My one uh, hope of this movie, though, is that it looks like Kate McKinnon might come out on top of all this.
0: And I hope because she's amazing and
1: more people need to
0: know how amazing Kate McKinnon is. Yes. Because I think this character, from what's shown in this trailer, her character seems really awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and my, Yeah, exactly. I'm agreeing with you. She might steal this whole thing. She seems the most unique out of all four of them. Yeah, she's got a character. Yes. Leslie Jones seems like she's playing Leslie Jones, which is not a bad thing because Leslie Jones is funny. Yes. That's not a problem. But do you think she's going to
1: tire that role out? And
0: that is what I'm afraid of, is that maybe two hours of that. It works in a SNL sketch because...
1: It's every now and... Because it's... it's two sketches it's every... It's minutes long, you know? One, yeah, every it's, hour and a half. Yeah,
0: it's not going to be an hour and a half to two hours of straight Leslie Jones nonsense. I'm not saying that could be... Like, that could be alright. I've never actually seen her stand-up. I should probably watch it. To get a better idea, but... Yeah. I don't know. That could be... That could go anyway. Right.
1: So, who knows? Well, for me, personally, the best part of that trailer... Was Leslie Jones slapping the hell out of Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That I personally is that like that. That's some sort of that... catharsis for you. Yes, <laughs> yes. You felt, you felt that one. Well, no, I didn't feel the pain. I felt the vindiction. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> the catharsis. Yes. And that will do it for Freud. trailers. Now let's Yay! rush the movie news. Okay, cool. right, I'm just gonna rush the movie news for right. us. Okay. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon Two. That's that, a hat thing. That is a thing that came out on Netflix this past week. Wait, seriously? Month. Is already, already been on Netflix. Yes. What the hell? Yeah. It was called uh, the the dagger, of the sword of destiny. It's on Netflix. We can watch it. Ah, uh, no. or. <laughs> uh, or Netflix made a deal with AMC, okay. specifically IMAX. All right. Uh, it AMC will be, theaters. Yeah, AMC Not theaters. AMC the network. Yes. We AMC have theaters. To make that clear. <laughs> and they will be putting it in IMAX uh, screenings. Sure. For limited engagements. Alright. Or at least until uh, Batman v Superman comes out. Who is that for? Uh, Chinese audience, actually. They said it tested uh, really well in the Mandarin. That makes sense. Yep. Alright. Well, well, it'll only be in select cities. I think they said uh, five. Okay. Uh, five specific IMAX screens. It's like the movie equivalent of the McRib. No, because McRib was everywhere. <laughs> it's the movie equivalent. It used to be. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Movie clip. This is uh, yeah, <laughs> really limited gaming. So if you saw the free, a uh, three free version of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Well, not free. To, if you're paying on for Netflix. Netflix, basically. No, you're okay, paying. Yes, I'm paying for Netflix. <laughs> Every yes. month, for Netflix. So if you paid for your <laughs> Netflix and saw Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon too. Tinstaphno. Or Tinstaphnian. No such thing as a free Netflix. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and you want to pay more money to see it on IMAX, find an IMAX theater. Yeah, do it. Alright, uh, (laughs) second thing. Uh, the Stephen King, uh, series, Dark Tower. Yeah. Officially will begin production next month. And I got some casts, casts news, right? Starring Idris Elba. Yeah. As your lead protagonist. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey. Sure. As your lead antagonist. Alright, that's boss. To powerhouse into, into a movie that's actually been pretty touted uh, all around the internet. Idris Elba, killing it. Yep. Man. Everyone loves Idris Elba. Yeah. Ex- Idris? Idris? I say Idris. I actually don't know which one it is. I don't know, but I know James Bond doesn't like it. He's too street. I don't know. Yes. Not street <laughs> enough, as, <laughs> Not uh, as Chris Rock said. <laughs> uh, anyways. Anyways, uh, last piece of movie news is the Lonely Island movie. So, yeah. Pop, pop Star? Yes. Is that what that's called? It's called Pop Star, colon, colon. never stop, never stopping. Which is gr- probably my new favorite movie subtitle. That's really Better than Too Fast, Too Furious? <laughs> that's the movie title. was not uh, even a subtitle. Oh, you want the subtitle? Yeah.
0: Okay. That might be the best. After uh break into electric boogaloo okay yeah. uh i think this is a never a new a new winner never stop never, never stopping never stop never stopping yes which is amazing but yeah so lonely island movie how yes. do you think
1: that's going to play um, well it's directed by where my notes go uh, yeah directed by Jed Apatow. sure uh starring Annie Sandberg. written by yep. kevin dorma yep uh yep. the quick synopsis is that it's uh Basically a post-Bieber movie right? where he's trying to make a comeback
0: to her. That seems to be the case. Yes. Uh, you know what's what's really great about the direction this movie is going in? Is I gleaned all of that from the poster. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even need to read a synopsis to know exactly what you just said was, was true. Because he looks like Justin Bieber. And obviously, if I was writing a movie about Justin Bieber, that's the hook, right? Yes. Is, oh... People used to like you, now they hate you. What are you going to do about it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's basically what the movie it's is. It's
0: Zoolander, but about, about a music person, right? right? Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, that's what this is. I mean, is it weird that I saw Andy Samberg and this poster and instantly thought this feels like a Zoolander kind of equivalent? Um, Tonal. Tonally, tonally wise, right? I mean, the way yeah. the stuff they do, Lonely Island, it seems like that's about level right right because they're parodying everything Here, okay here's my thing here's my question though answer is this
1: a musical Uh do not know yet it should be i assume it will right be. It although be. i also assume it's in the form of this is spinal tap okay a mockumentary if yes
0: you will. uh question number two answer number two uh, do you <laughs> I haven't done that in a couple of weeks you uh you stopped, stopped asking questions you're right <laughs> this is where i messed up uh oh shoot you forgot your question forgot <laughs> question number two uh i had a question oh question number two uh do you think this is um a
1: safe pg-13 or do you think this is hard art i think this is safe pg-13 i agree i think this is comedic pg-13 yeah it might be PG, but I think knowing Joe he'll go PG-13. Because that's the thing. Jonah Apatow. And recently. He airs towards R. Yes. And uh,
0: also, depending on what your Lonely Island song is, is you could it, be going on one side of the fence or Dick the Is it Dick in the Box? Is it Dick or in the Box? Is it... Or is it, like... Mother Lover. Mother lo- Exactly. <laughs> There's a level there. There's yes. like a fence that they jump on over, you know, on both sides. So you don't know necessarily what you're going to get. Are you going to get Album Lonely Island or are you going to get SNL
1: Digital Short Lonely Island? You don't are know. you going to get uh, Kindergarten or are you going to get I'm on a Boat? <laughs> exactly. Two completely different concepts. Uh, exactly. You could get concepts.
0: They have range, I guess, is what we're saying. And so, oh,
1: they have great range.
0: But I'd, <laughs> I'd say <laughs> yes. those notes, man. Yes. No, and also. Justin Timberlake being in this has got to be a given, right? I believe so. He can't. The Lonely Island cannot make a movie without Justin Timberlake at this point.
1: He's basically the fourth member. Kind of, yeah. Basically, right? Basically, right? I feel like he will make a strong cameo appearance.
0: I think he is a. I think he is a
1: plot device. A, I think yes. I think yes. he's a character in this okay. movie. Is what I'm saying. Well, I think it's he been is a while since the, he acted. Actually, maybe he's. Just, I, just, I was thinking about that recently.
0: Maybe he's the scooter braun. <laughs> he's the manager, right? That, that makes would sense, be awesome, right? though. I could just imagine could Justin that. Timberlake fake beard. Yes,
1: fake beard chains. Like, DJs make Sanders. this happen, guys. <laughs> just, just beats audio hanging from his head, not <laughs> plugged to <into> anything. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> it. like this is what you're gonna do. This is awesome. <laughs> like you're awesome, man. It's <laughs> great. Oh my god. Make this happen.
0: Uh, now, I, now I want a Carly Rae Jepsen cameo. <laughs>
1: we'll get to that later.
0: Okay. Anyways, anyways, let's wrap up movies.
1: Okay, we'll wrap up movies with the winners and losers of the past weekend. Oh God,
0: we still have to go over all that.
1: Yep. Uh, well, this will roll into television because what we watched. Right, I guess. so. Or, or, or what you watched. That's true. We'll roll what you read off of a text message. Yes, as I was <laughs> at the Kings Ducks game. <laughs> Which the King's lost. Yeah, so I'm glad but revenge I revenge on Saturday! So I'm glad I could distract you. Yes.
0: Uh, Even though you... Did you that. like my
1: two fake awards? Huh? Did you like my two fake awards yes. I sent you? Yes, <laughs> But, uh... I wanted to see if you noticed. I, I noticed. <laughs> I just don't want to say anything and break the chain. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. The, the best crime, the best glasses. <laughs> yes. I'll get to those later. Okay. But, instead of the best, let's talk about the worst. Alright. The Razzies got... So this uh, happened. Yes. Let's the worst go of the worst. let
0: really quick, because... We don't have time.
1: It's okay. The Worst of the Worst, Fantastic Four, and Fifty Shades of Grey. Tied? Tied for Worst of the Worst. Sure. All right. That sounds about right. Jamie Dorian, Hashtag Not My Christian. Dornan. Dornan? I believe. I think it is Dornan. Dorian is Zach Braff's last name on Scrubs. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> so Zach Braff, Hashtag Not My, <laughs> not my, hashtag not my Christian. Also true. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, Worst Actor. Dakota Johnson, Worst Actress, sure. Fifty Shades of Grey, all
0: right.
1: Worst On-Screen Couple, Was On-Screen Combo, combo okay. were those two. Got it. Yes. Worst Director, Josh Trank, Fantastic Four. Yep. Screenplay, Fifty Shades. Okay. Uh, and the Razzie Redeemer Award. All right. Uh, Can you explain that? What's the Razzie Redeemer Award? Uh, someone who's been terrible in movies, uh-huh. but all of a sudden had a great movie. Okay, what do we got? Sylvester Stallone. Really? Yes, he is the all-time Razzie champ. Wow. But because he was in Creed, and... (laughs) And people like Creed. uh, And people like Creed, and it was enough to win him the Golden Globe and an Oscar nomination. Yep. He won the Redeemer Award. earns it. Yep. Weekend style. Uh, (laughs) And those are your worst of the worst. All right, let's talk about the best of the best. Ooh, the best of the best. So, the big winner... Uh, so first of all,
0: I want to say Academy I'm going to take Awards. my bow because I called Best
1: Picture. Yes, thank you. Go ahead. I thank decided you. to play it safe,
0: beating out The Revenant, was Spotlight your 2015 movie of the year, Academy Award winner for Best Picture. Yes, I said it was the better movie. Oh, well, you saw both of them, so you would know.
1: I said, oh, I remember. I said it was the better movie. You said, but, but I was going to play it safe. Said yes, you were playing it
0: safe. However, who didn't play it safe was Leonardo DiCaprio, who won Best Actor. The surprising, given. no one. Yes, maybe surprising Eddie Redmayne. But that's it. Uh, then actress was Brie Larson. Yep,
1: for Room. We called that one. Uh, you're Alejandro Naritu for director. Was director. That was the given. Uh, the screen Alisa Vikander. We also. Uh, uh, I'm going in order here. Okay, not off sure. your your Elisa yeah, the Vikander, the one we also called. Our best supporting Actress yep. win. Cool. Uh, and the big surprise of the night yeah, what and the, the hell? big winner. That guy. Yes. Mark Rylance. Hashtag who is Mark Rylance. <laughs> who is Mark Rylance? Winner for Bridge of Spies. which
0: is weird because I was for sure that Bridge of Spies was just not gonna win anything. Yep. I felt like that was the that was the I dunno, we need another movie like entry
1: in every single category. And it's a Spielberg movie, <laughs> so why not? Yeah,
0: and why not? He needs
1: to get some sort of recognition. Right, which I, f- I figured this one was going to go to Ruffalo for Spotlight. But, but yeah, no. I guess not.
0: The guy who, even, who, who Mark Ruffalo even played was there. <laughs> and they didn't give it to him. Yeah, I was like, that seems like that's a lame thing to invite that dude. Did they like, invite him, or did Spotlight invite him? Actually, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I bet their team probably said it would be really cool if you got to come. Same thing with the Joy team. Because Joy didn't get anything except for Jennifer Lawrence's nomination.
1: Right. And she didn't win. No, oh so. yeah. It wasn't for, for a screenplay. Huh. It was not. No. Uh, but uh, what's for a screenplay? Was Spotlight? Right. The other awarded so one. Yeah, we, called, we called both sco- uh, the screenplay yep, nom- Big Short uh, winners and as Spotlight. Well, Big Short and Spotlight. Yep. Our, those were also our two for-sure givens. Yep.
0: Pretty much everything we said was a given was a given.
1: Yep. Inside Out, given. Son of Saul, best foreign film. Yep. Given. Amy, documentary, documentary given. given. And then from there, we just kind of faltered.
0: Every, yeah, I mean, the, wa- the big winner for the whole night, surprisingly, What's was Mad, Mad Max, Max, winning almost everything
1: it was nominated. Six, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, all the technical awards, every single one of them. Yep. One, two,
1: three, four, five,
0: six. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, swept. So you were probably more right than I was. I remember being a little... All over the place with those. I thought for sure that costuming was going to go to a period piece. I was wrong. I thought for sure that sound was going to go to Star Wars. I was wrong on both counts there. Yep. So yeah, just hey, kudos to Mad Max. Visual effects matter, apparently.
1: Who knew? <laughs> but yeah,
0: so and no,
1: no, visual, visual effects went to Ex Machina. Oh, that's true. I, I called that one. You called that one. I remember calling that
0: one, and I because I, I think I was thinking like, man, people are going to be really impressed by those those robots. Sure
1: enough. Yeah, I went Star Wars really with place practical place effects. But nope. Nope. Sorry, JJ. Sorry, Star Wars. No, no Oscars.
0: But yeah, so... Yep.
1: uh And the other uh, big winner was, besides Leo, yep. who, for finally winning, was Ennio Morricone. Yes, which I called as well. Yes. I'm surprised oop. you called that one, actually.
0: No. Hey, hey, sometimes I know what I'm talking about. Yep. Every once in a while.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, besides your shorts and your docks. Yeah, we didn't call shorts. I mean, I still think, uh, where's my shorts?
0: <laughs> You're wearing them.
1: Yeah. Ah! ah! I still ah. think, uh, Day One. <laughs> yeah, Day One should have won. It's the uh, Ebola, but, you know. It didn't. Stutterer. And then Bear Story for Best Animated. I actually saw Bear Story uh, later. Yeah. On- online. How's that? It was okay. okay. I didn't like the direction it was. <laughs> sure. It went. I thought it was weird. Because it's like, it's like it plays in a music box, but then it breaks that single direction and changes camera angles. Weird. Yeah, that's what I thought was weird. It tells the story of the bear who's playing the box to a little kid. We have the kid's not supposed to get a moral out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it didn't work? It didn't work for me. I thought the animation was cool. But the whole story concept did work for me. Oh, well. But it won, so... We'll so go
0: over, uh, I guess let's talk about the actual... Since we talked about the awards, let's talk about the actual show. What did you think about Chris Rock? I didn't see the show. That's right. I guess I will talk about this, because okay. you did uh, not.
1: But, okay, the last award uh, we need to oh, mention... sure. Uh, we need to now say Academy Award winner Sam Smith.
0: Oh, that's right. The biggest upset, in my opinion, was the fact that Sam Smith not only had a terrible performance...
1: Which he later admitted to... Which he even
0: said... Uh, was bad, but he should not have won for best song. I mean, obviously, he didn't. He wasn't the only writer on that. It was a co written song. Yes. But seriously, though, come on. That song, I don't know. Well, it's better than Earned It. I don't necessarily <laughs> agree. I don't think that's a particularly great song either. I think Weekend has better material. However.
1: <laughs> oh, you're bringing that man.
0: back. Uh,. Yeah no, obviously the real winner uh, for Lady that category Gaga, was Lady freaking Gaga
1: who kills who killed every it. live performance she's had. Uh, so yeah, this bus. is a good
0: segue into the live performances. So yeah, Lady Gaga real stirring um, uh, performance of her song uh, uh, with you know standing in solidarity with uh, sexual abuse victims, having everybody come on like actual victims come on the stage and raised their hand and just yeah it was beautiful it was powerful it worked and lady gaga man 2016 is her year she's making some kind of comeback right now it's amazing uh if Come she doesn't she, well i mean not really a comeback but you know what i mean she's been kind of off i and think
1: on. she's more shedding the monster shell that she's put up <laughs> and becoming this, this you know what i mean <laughs> You know what I mean. Are you saying she's getting out of the meat suit? Yes. Getting out of the meat dress? Yeah, she's getting out of the meat dress and into stunning dresses. Dang. No, yeah, no. If she doesn't
0: put out material this year, like if there's no Lady Gaga album this year, I would be shocked because she
1: is on fire right now. She's on a high note right now. She's getting it. Uh, But
0: anyways, uh, other performances. Weekend was fine. It was okay. Uh, Sam Smith was boring. Um... Overall show. Overall show, it was good. Uh, I think there was a lot of well. So Chris Rock, uh, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he uh, the tone that he set was really funny for an Oscars performance. You're so used to the Academy Awards being very stodgy, and this did not feel like that. At some point, they uh, they showed a bit of the audi- uh, of, of a like person in a bear suit <laughs> sitting in the audience. After they announced uh, something about uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, that's cute." Something they would have never done in, if anyone else was hosting, right? Right. And so, like, he he really established a good thing. while well, also being really culturally relevant. I mean, he went off in his opening monologue about the about the the you know the speculation of racism and just like tore it, tore it to pieces. Did a real good job of kind of establishing what like uh, what he thought about. What he actually thought about the situation, uh, the the non-nominated, no no nominations for African Americans, you know, just like, just diversity in general, and kept it going throughout the entire show. It was really good. Uh, overall, I think the one takeaway is that the Academy Awards this year were used as a platform for change. It was that, it was uh, Leo's speech, when he gave a speech, he brought up climate change. I told you he was going to uh, do that. And, yep, yep, because... Oh,
1: did did they do the uh, scrolling? Yes, so
0: the thank yous. So, at first, I think the first person who accepted didn't understand and thanked people anyways. Okay. A smattering people still did some brief thank yous, but for the most part, it worked as intended. For the most part, the the speeches were quicker because they didn't have to go through everybody's thank you. Right. So, I think it worked as intended, except for too, who went on probably a few minutes into his playing off because, again, he wanted to point out the inequality of Latino uh, nominees and wanted to make that very clear. And so every, everybody, I think it was a good, I mean, it's very telling when, I'm sure everybody, a lot of people listening to this podcast will uh, feel uh, that this has happened to them. Maybe this is even happened to you. I spoke to my mother on uh, Monday morning Tuesday morning, um, and spoke to her very briefly about the ceremony, and she had the exact opposite reaction that I did, and was very, I don't understand why everybody had to bring up these political issues during this fun award show, and I was like, no, mom, that's the exact that's the point. point. That's the point. Because of doing that, if you have millions of people watching you, if you have a platform that yeah, will, and you have you a commanding voice, you use yeah. that platform because. If it matters, matters, and you need to spread the word. Oh, I know. But anyways, well, on Twitter, (laughs)
1: that's all Leo tweets about. Actually, yeah, is uh, going green, saving the earth. Oh yeah,
0: and then Mark Ruffalo, you know, talked about obviously the whole reason Spotlight exists. Right, and talked about how he even in like just the day before was it participated in a protest outside of outside of a uh, of a church in Los Angeles. Hmm. Before, because that's how firmly he believes in you know what the what the message of the movie is.
1: That's why I think he should have won for. Uh, I well, think so. Too, that's not why I think he but, should have won for best supporting. But, it, but if you, when y'all. you watch when you when you watch it, you'll see yeah. the one scene that I, I keep talking about. It, yeah, where it's like this is my Academy Awards scene. Yeah, and it is like clear. It's like here you go, take it, <laughs> <and leave." laughs> take it, go. Yep. But yeah. So overall, I thought it was good. Yep. Uh,
0: too bad nobody watched it. Apparently.
1: Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh well, it generated 34 million viewers. Sure, but that's but low. That's it's low. Okay. When you compare it to Super Bowl which is like 100 million. <laughs> right. Yeah. Big difference. But what uh, else was I, on? I will say a good uh quick shout out to okay. Emmanuel Lubesky, the yeah. triple crown winner. Well, yeah. not triple crown winner, but three-time <laughs> cinematographer. And he deserves it, man. Those are three really good, well-shot movies. Yep. For Gravity and Birdman and now uh The Revenant.
0: Yeah, say what you want about Birdman, but it looked good. Yep. Say what you want about The Revenant, but it looked good. Yep. And say what you want about Gravity. But that whole movie is made by the cinematography. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that guy, that man is the one you get then. Which is
1: funny because this is is a man who probably won't be directing. Unlike Wally Fisk, who was, uh, well, unlike Wally Fisk, who was Christopher Nolan's DP for all the Batman. He eventually directed the, um, what is it, that uh, movie, the, the one with... Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, I don't know which... Transcendence. Tra- yeah. Yes, with uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah, he eventually directed Transcendence. Yeah. But I don't think... You don't uh, think he's going to uh, branch Lebesky. out? He's, he has said that he is shy and that he oh. is not a uh, commanding director, so...
0: Hey, it's fine, if he keeps shooting movies, we'll be happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, he's good at it. He might win a fourth. Maybe. Hey, hey! now we know. Uh, keep an eye on whatever the next project he's working on. He'll probably win. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It'll probably be Oscar nominated. Uh, okay, right. uh, what else was on television?
0: Now that we're talking about
1: things we watched on the tube. On the tube. Do you and want I to... don't
0: mean the subway. <laughs> huh,
1: England? All right. What up? Television. <laughs> we have news. Hey, we have more Hey, London has fallen. Yeah. Sorry, what? All right, so <laughs> news. We have... We have television news. Okay. We have television renewal, stuff coming back in okay. the month of March. Right. And we have two reviews.
0: All right. Let's make it quick, because I think we spent an entire hour on movies. It was m- needed. Ugh, man.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, TV um, TV news. Okay. Big Hero 6. Yeah. We like that. It, it's Academy Award it was winner. It fine. Academy Award winning Big Hero 6. I know.
0: But it... Did, I don't know. It was fine.
1: Well... Disney has announced that they will not make a sequel to it. Okay. Instead, they will turn it into a TV series. That makes 100% sense. And put it on Disney XD. That makes
0: sense. In fact, one of the things I thought after I saw that movie is like, this
1: would have made more sense as a show. Yep. That's what I thought too. Yep. I thought this is more TV show. Yep. This works well yep. with uh, the other... Oh, is it the Aven- Avengers yep. Assemble they have going on right I now. I think it's
0: a good Disney counterpart to kind of what DreamWorks is doing with How to Train Your Dragon. Yes, I think it makes sense as a thing that can continue, that can be serialized.
1: Right. I think you spend more time on the characters, mm-hmm. and you can uh, do more plot lines that way. More of a bigger, yeah. more of a bigger uh, setting. Well, uh, it's being uh, helmed by the Kim Possible creators. Oh, really? Yeah, Mark, Mc, Mark McCorky and uh, Bob Truly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they're up to now. Cool. Which Kim Possible was amazing. I like. Yes. Which is also about uh, someone in high school. Yes. Uh, saving the world. And and tonally that works. Yeah. They're very similar. Okay. Cool. That's great news. That's great news. Uh, that is something I might get into. Yeah.
0: Maybe we could check that out when that comes
1: out. Yeah. Uh, other stuff on TV. All right. Speaking of cartoons. Okay. Hey Arnold. Who's Arnold? For the TV show. Is, the he, is he in the room? You the Nickelodeon shout show. Him out. You're like, hey, hey, Arnold, come over here. The Nickelodeon show that ended <laughs> some 10-odd years I ago. I know, I know. 15-odd years ago now. God. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, 10.
0: Uh, <laughs> ended? I don't know. But I well, know anyways, it was like it ended mid-90s on, and I think.
1: I don't ever watch it yet. Anyways, so it ended I on I did clip- not watch it. Well, I watched it. Okay. It was basically a kid growing up in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, it ended on a cliffhanger trying to find out what happened to Arnold's parents because he lives in with his grandparents. Sure, yes. Well, we're finally going to get a- an answer. Okay. Yeah, In a two-part, okay, two-hour movie called Hey Arnold in the Jungle, where what? supposedly the kids... Concrete jungle, right? No, maybe. What? I don't know, because... Uh, is a crossover with the Wild Thornberrys? No, that was Rugrats. I know. Well, at the end no. of... At the end of the series of Hey Arnold, okay. he's reading through his father's journal about going on all these adventures, okay. and at the end is a supposed map leading to their last location in and the s- jungle. Yes, in the jungle. <laughs> so the thought <laughs> is that now the kids will hightail on a plane and go find out. Are sure what it's happened. not just a rainforest cafe? Oh, I hope so. that would be amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, or it's uh, I like it, or it's like a Rugrats thing where everything is, like, <laughs> high-concept high imaginative. Yeah. No, that's the thing, though, is they're too old for that. Yeah. So... Why are they doing this now?
0: Why? I have no idea. Uh, I think it's, uh, again, I mean, we I talked about this briefly off podcast, and I won't go into it again, because it's long. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think this is just a nostalgia play, and a kind of over-nostalgia plays.
1: Right. Also, Nickelodeon announced that they will make a Legends of the Hidden Temple movie. Yeah... Which I assume will just be Kid Indiana Jones. Sure, yeah. I
0: mean, sure. I see why they're doing that. There's a lot of people that are our age that would be way into that
1: idea. Well, also, there's, there's people our age who grew up with this who are, making that are now making these damn now. decisions. Exactly. Of, and hey, I remember this thing. Everyone's big in nostalgia now. Yep. Let's, let me try and bring this back. And
0: it's just going to keep happening. Yep. It's just going to keep happening like that. Everything that we grew up with will happen again. I feel like our, I wonder if our parents ever felt this way when they were growing up. You know what? Or, or when they like had us like. I think everybody. I think every generation does to a certain extent, but I think the accessibility of the internet has made it more rapid for us. Right. Because if, say, twenty years ago, you know somebody gr- growing up in the early nineties, their childhood. You know, or sorry, somebody who is our age in their 20s in the early 90s Mm -hmm. their childhood would have been the things from the late 70s right so star wars right so it was more special when star wars was re-released in 97 because the only way they had absorbed anything star wars had been on tape vhs tape right that was the only way they could relive that and whenever they decided to re-release the movies in the movie theaters right throughout the 80s and stuff because they did that a lot right. back then whereas There's now special feature, w- special editions. whereas now stuff we grew up with you can literally watch a clip of on youtube anytime you want Yep. you can watch in the highest quality ever you can read interviews about everybody who was involved in it you can you can know every single little detail about the thing that you loved so, obviously, if it's still living in your brain and you're reminded of it constantly, it makes more sense to bring it back. And so... Whether, nobody, whether nobody it's time, relevant or yes, not... Nobody has time to forget anything anymore. We can't forget. As a society, we have stopped forgetting. We
1: remember everything now because it's all saved in a Is database. Is it also because it's all easily accessible that there's yes. no reason to forget? Yes. It's impossible not to forget anymore. Right. It's just everything's
0: there. And so we remember dumb stuff like... I was just watching an old 10 years, uh, 10 years old episode of Saturday Night Live and they made a head on joke. Remember head on? Apply directly to the forehead. Apply directly to the forehead. And I was like, we will never forget
1: head on because it will live forever on YouTube. Or that Senjaya joke you saw that is currently 10 years old. Yes. Senjaya on American Idol. It's like stuff
0: like that we will never forget as a collective consciousness. Right. Because there will always be like top 10 lists. And that's the scary and, thing. Yeah. That's a scary in a way because yes, nostalgia is fine. I understand why people like it. It hits like pleasure centers in your brain because you're like that reminds me when I was ten. But the problem with it is that you, you could be using it's opportunity cost, right? You could be using this time and energy for something new that nobody's seen before,
1: for something creative. But why risk something new when you yep. go on a surefire hit? And
0: that's a whole another story about you know how Hollywood is very risk averse now. Yep. Everything is too expensive, so they don't want to risk money on it. It's so a whole nother can of worms, we won't go there, but yeah. So and that's
1: why Deadpool was is such yeah. a big success in that it was only made for fifty million, gross is just north right now of six hundred million. But it is and is hoping people will make more risks in short and small movie budgets. But I but swear that every movies. single
0: time we talk about that, it doesn't happen. 'Cause think about it, every t- when when The Hangover, the first original non-sequel R-rated movie to make as much money as it did, was followed up with two lame duck sequels. Yep. And the only thing that did it the same like level of success since has been Bridesmaids. Like in the same like yes, R rated comedy. R rated comedy. Again, people were saying the same thing that they're saying about Deadpool right now, about Guardians of the Galaxy when that came out. It's like, hey, there's something fresh, original, comic book movie that did well. It's just that again. But, how big is that gap? And is that ba- gap always going to be that
1: big? Like, I don't know. It's just... It seems like every three years we always talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every two to three years we talk about it, but yet no one ever does anything. And it's every, every industry, too. It's not just movies, it's oh, video yeah. games, too. But, yep. yeah.
0: Anyways. But we'll get we to video games later.
1: <laughs> um... The last bit of TV news, yeah, is that a uh, History Channel? Yes, History Two. Yes, H Two, no longer a thing. I, that doesn't surprise me. It is now Vice Land. So, Vice as in Vice is in the HBO special well, Vice, which is also. The magazine... Most people would know it
0: as their website probably now. Yes. In 2016, when you say Vice, you're usually talking about their website. Yeah,
1: well, I've actually never been to their
0: website. Um, so, my ex, my most recent ex, was really into watching videos on Vice. And yes, and they me do a she a of, bunch of Vice exposés about this and that. Yes, they do a lot of yeah, hard-hitting
1: uh, docu-series uh, docu- sure. stuff. Yeah.
0: It's alright. Some of the stuff is good. Some of the stuff is a little too baiting for me, but... It's okay. So, this is a television network that's going to be using Vice content. Yes. Essentially. And will it have original Vice content?
1: Oh, that's why I didn't say. Uh, yes, it will have uh, six different um, shows currently airing right now.
0: Okay. So, this has already started? Yes, this is It's called the Freeform and just changed at some
1: point? Yes. Uh, act- it it uh, happened uh, this past couple we weeks. We never talked about Freeform, by the no. way. No.
0: <laughs> the artist formerly known as ABC Family. I think we did. Did we?
1: Did we talk about Freeform? I
0: don't remember. Anyway. Yeah, I,
1: f- I feel like you brought it up.
0: Did I bring up Freeform? That sounds like something I bring up. Because I've always been fascinated with the family series of networks because that whole thing, that whole lineage is amazing. But I won't go into it here. So, okay, so Viceland. That's interesting. All right. Uh, what else do we have? Let's move on. I don't think we need to dwell on advice now. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I, I know I had it written That's I had okay. it written down. we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, well um I know I remember that Ellen uh Ellen Page does a LGBT, yes. LGBTQ uh, yes. travel show on it. Yes. Kind of I've and heard the, about that. There's this. other uh hard hitting docuseries. Um there's one called Balls Deep. Yeah. Where How Deep Balls Deep How- how deep. Balls deep. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Just straight up balls deep. Uh <laughs> no. the TV director or the creative director for uh-huh. Iceland is another than Spike Jones. Sh- sure. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out.
0: They're just gonna show her on repeat.
1: No, uh <laughs> Spike Jones is not a her. No, no, the movie her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That wasn't even you weren't intending to, that to be a joke, but that worked actually.
1: <laughs> I I, I knew you were gonna go with her. her. Yes, her. yes. Spike Jones movie. Yes, that's that's the most recent Spike Jones movie. Yeah, we're gonna like that yep. movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had the listing and I lost it. Oh well, it's okay. We can go on. Okay. to the Next thing. Alright, next thing. Um. TV uh, renewals. Well, TV right. March coming back. Okay. What do we got? Alright. So on ABC. I'm going to go by network here. On ABC, we have The Real O'Neills, which premiered uh, yesterday. Series premiere.
0: Series not premiere. returning because it hadn't new. existed before.
1: New. The series premiere. Yep. Yes, of The Real O'Neills. Yeah. Irish family comedy. Yeah. Which is trying, I feel, trying too hard to be dysfunctional.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that one.
1: We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, the other new uh, show is The Family uh from the creators uh yeah. one of the producers of uh scandal and how do you go away with murder sure comes the the family the uh series about a son who went missing long ago and has finally returned or has he yeah dun, dun, dun. that's kind of a boring hook in my opinion it's basically everyone questioning this kid is are yeah. you sure my, you're my
0: kid i feel like that works for two episodes and then who knows right because right. like it's it's one of the, the I think there's a problem when you have a mystery core mystery at the Courier show because at some point you're gonna have to solve it. Yep, yeah. <laughs> and then you open up more mystery. So there's no more show. It's like that Pretty Little Liars show that, like, that, that's kept going. I yeah, you know, it just kept. <laughs> I don't <going>. know how. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that even works. It's, it's the like, premise of the show. It's, like, it's like as soon as they, they get the close to it, it, it's like they're further away. It's like oh wait no, now it's two other people who are also this person. It's yes. like. It's like lost. It's like you can't you can't make a show about a mystery because eventually your audience is gonna get pissed mm-hmm. off yep. about it. But yeah, uh,
1: other uh, returning, okay, returning shows on uh, Sunday, three uh, March sixth. Quantico returns. Sure. For to finish up its first season for all three people who are watching it, including me, <laughs> and your favorite What's Upon a Time. Oh, good lord! Once Upon a Time returns to finish its fifth season. Ugh. Get it over with, right? Is that gonna get syndicated? Uh, I'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, also returning on Tuesday, the eighth, is Agents USA, of Shield. Is, no, USA. Is Agents it. of Shield? Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield free returns. Form picks
0: it up. <laughs> <laughs> Agents of yep. Shield. All right. Yep. Agents of Shield. I mean, Agents
1: Shields. of Shield. Shield the singular.
0: Yep. Acronym.
1: I'll be watching that. You know I will. Be. I know you will. Yep. Uh, then later in the month. We have uh, two shows left from ABC. Uh, on the 21st, we have Dancing with the Stars. Okay. And on, uh, it's returning, and uh, the uh, girl from uh, Fuller House has been announced on it. Which one? <laughs> DJ, but not. It's not. not d- it's not. not
0: d- it's not Candace Cameron, because Candace Cameron is already on Dancing with the Stars. Not the, not DJ, the other sister. Stephanie. I think. So. Jody Sweeten. Yes. Okay, that makes sense that makes sense, she's having a career resurgence right now. Yep. I was going to say, because, yeah, Candace Cameron already already was on that show. And And she was a finalist, or at least in the top five. She lasted a while, because that was one of the seasons I actually had to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have to. I mean, it was optional for the most part. But, yeah, I definitely, she was definitely on the show.
1: Right. And the other uh, TV series is The Catch. The catch? Yes, about an uh, LA uh, private investigator. Wait, you said this is returning? No, new, okay, new this series.
0: is new. I was like to say, I don't know what this is. No, it's
1: a, a one-hour drama. Uh, sure. Yeah, starring uh, Peter Cross and uh, am I really Enos. Am I saying that right? What? <laughs> I don't know. Are, Are you I really Enos? Enos? Your really Enos? Yes. <laughs> Got it. Yep. <laughs> I have
0: no idea if you're saying that, in, I'm that not even correctly sure if or not. I'm saying that. Who
1: knows? Uh, it's about a woman, a private investigator, okay. and her fiance cons her out of millions. And, and her fiance? Yes, the Beyoncé cons her out of millions and disappears. Okay. That's sounds. And then you gotta go try and catch him. Alright, sure.
0: Again, two episode premise.
1: It, it <laughs> sounds a little bit too much like yeah. uh, White Collar. A little bit. Except he's not helping the FBI. Yeah. He's just on the run. Hopefully, it's got. Yeah, but it seems like a, yeah, s- a female lead. Some. Yeah, that should be okay. interesting. Right. We'll see. Yeah. All right, uh, going on to Fox. All right, uh, Gotham returned. Okay, Gotham. Yeah, Gotham has returned. That was on the twenty ninth. Okay. Uh, Rosewood. That that's that uh, the doctor one. Yeah. Boy. The Miami doctor. Yeah, that's with a uh, chestnut. What's his name? Yeah, Morris Chestnut. Morris chestnut. chestnut. Seems okay. Yeah. Seems all right. It, I'd give it a season and a half. You know what? I actually see, could see that as a show that just keeps going, but he has to die eventually, right? That's the hook: is that his heart is like slowly <laughs> yeah, dying. Yeah, but yeah, but if you recall,
0: the last Fox medical show lasted forever with the character who was basically a painkiller addict. So, House. Yeah. yeah. So who knows, right? right? You can you can stretch that premise.
1: Okay, uh, Rosewood. <laughs> that was uh, yesterday uh, on the second. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I know that. I found that out firsthand because I thought that American Idol was on last night. Yep. Turned it on at 8, saw Rosewood instead. Didn't watch it. Really oh. Think, but, but I saw it was on. Okay. And I was like, oh, this
1: is not American Idol. All right. Um, also returning is The Last Man on Earth. Returns to finish off its uh, series. Right. I keep, For season. some reason,
0: I keep thinking that that's on NBC. I think because it feels, it has the feel of an NBC show. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it belongs on Fox.
1: Yeah, it has that live action. Uh, Will Forte. Uh, yeah. SNL Maybe alum. I just associate him with
0: that. But hey, yep. uh, some people like that show. Yep. I stopped watching. Yeah, I dropped off of it too. But I don't know. Yeah, well, that's kind of starting to come back. I like Will Forte, though, so ho- hopefully right. it does good for him.
1: Uh, we just saw the commercial for Empire. Umpire. That's going to return at the end of the month on the 30th. Yep, people like that show. Yep. And then I want to talk real briefly about this new show coming up on the 12th. Okay. It's uh, going to replace what was Mad TV in that time slot. Oh, right. It's called Party Over Here. Party Over Here. Yeah, it's called Party Over Here and it's uh, being <laughs> produced by The Lonely Island. Yeah. Hey, Lonely Island. Double Welcome back. shot
0: news this week for The Lonely Island. Yep. So, yeah. I'm curious about this thing too.
1: Yeah, uh, being created by Lonely Island and Paul Scheer. Yeah, uh, supposed to be a a competitor to SNL. Yeah, freeform sketch comedy. Yeah, so sketch
0: comedy is such a weird thing because it's so hit or miss. Yep, it'll really depend on who are the players here, but if it's a fresh, you know, fresh faced cast, you know, might be interesting to see as kind of like a yeah, a counterpoint to SNL.
1: Right. Well, this is also the second attempt for the Loma yeah. Island on Fox because they had the brief two episode Awesome Town. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that I think
0: we as a society have collectively ignored, written off. Yep. Not that, forgotten because the internet exists, right. as mentioned. As earlier. we just said, yes, but but
1: yes, that happened before they were all cast cast yeah. on SNL. So it doesn't really matter, right. <laughs> anyways. Right. So it's called Party Over Here. Uh, we we'll, we will we'll check it out. It's Andy Sandberg. It's a good name.
0: It's a very Andy Sandberg name. Yeah. Party over here. You can almost imagine him saying
1: it. Hey, let's go party over here! And <laughs> he like walks over, as the camera pans, <laughs> and he goes, "Nice, yeah, <laughs> nice. Now we're here. Noice. Now let's party." <laughs> okay, 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 right. okay. We'll we'll, okay. we'll watch it. We'll get okay. okay, yes. we'll okay. you guys. We'll guys in. So it's cool. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. Moving on. <laughs> I'm not going to leave this that yet. Moving on. NBC. <laughs> NBC. Uh, we have the return of The Voice and blind Spot. Sure. Same yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, on Monday, the 29th. All right. That comes they back. Did you
0: find out what those tattoos are yet?
1: <laughs> not yet. Well, the Blindspot? Uh, That's what oh. that show's
0: about, right? Yes. The Lady
1: Tattoos. <laughs>
0: yeah, Lady Tattoos. Lady Tattoo.
1: Who's got Amnesia? Tattoo Lady. Yep. Tattoo Lady Amnesia. It's my new band name. All right. <laughs> uh, moving on. We have Little Big Shots. This is a, hosted by Steve Harvey, has a <laughs> variety show. I like
0: how that's a bunch line now. Yes. Hosted by Steve Harvey. Hosted
1: by Steve Harvey is a variety show where little kids come out and display their talents. That sounds terrible. I expect this two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Canceled. <laughs> this is not, go- I'm not
0: going to have legs, no.
1: All right. Well, that, well, that premieres You know what that week just week sounds I... like?
0: That sounds like the fake show from 30 Rock. <laughs> America's Kids Got Singing. <laughs> I don't know. First thing that popped into my head. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> also returning is Carmichael's Carmichael Show. Oh, that thing. Yes. Okay. That thing that uh, you think does not exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, correction. I don't think it not it doesn't not exist. Uh, I thought it existed only on their digital
1: on-demand format. Because all the ads only say on, on Demand. Because you have not been able to watch the the, the rest of the season, which will be on the 9th. Sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I just assumed that that was not on network television. Yes. Also <laughs> uh, coming to NBC, on the 15th is a show called Crowded.
0: How Crowded is it?
1: Oh, it's too crowded.
0: Is, it, th- is this a reboot of um, uh, Three's Company?
1: Is that what this is? <laughs> no. Uh, the, oh, this is the one where the kids, where there's an empty nest. That's family who's empty of empty nest Wait, this is a
0: reboot of Empty Nest. Yes. Okay.
1: It's, it's, it's a family. It's empty nest family, <laughs> and all of a sudden, their kids decide to all move back at once. Got it. So now the house becomes now it's crowded. too crowded.
0: So it's full house.
1: Basically, the starts Patrick Warburton. So it's Orbert. fuller house. fullest. It's <laughs> the, fullest the fullest house. House. <laughs> Just
0: moving right past <laughs> Fuller and just going all the way. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you just say? Uh, it starts Patrick Warburton. Ah, this is a Patrick Warburton vehicle because he needs one now. Yep. Now that also, CBS show ended.
1: Also, Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> okay. Were we all just right. talking about her? We
0: were just talking about her.
1: Yes, and her singing career. I, Carly, herself. Yes. Uh, her Carly. Her Carly. <laughs> her Carly. Yes, uh, she, she'll be uh, one of the daughters to sure. Patrick Warburton. I see that
0: actually. No, actually I don't. Depends on who he married. <laughs> I guess for that to make sense.
1: It is Carrie Preston? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Why do I not know who? Let's you not are? find out. That's who Carrie Preston is. Uh no. So then no, that no. doesn't make sense. No, you don't know who she is because I don't do know. not who she, know is. who she is. Nope. No, nothing's ringing the bell. Okay, we need to move on. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We need to finish this. Alright, and that's it for. uh, Oh, and then at the end of the month, (laughs) at the end of the month is a show, doctor show called Heartbeat. Doctor, yes, it's called Heartbeat about a uh, heart surgeon who's trying to find love (laughs) while also (laughs) fixing people's hearts.
0: I get it. Yes, see that's clever. It's called Heartbeat.
1: I like that. It's way better premise. Although I think it's a one-hour drama. Uh huh. uh, In 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 lieu of (laughs) Grey's Anatomy eventually leaving. Sure. So yes, yeah, yeah. indeed, fun. Yep. Um, last show, okay. Last channel, CBS. Run through this real quick. Okay. Uh, on the ninth, Victoria's Secret Swimsuit. Yeah. Set your DVRs. Nope. All you creepers out there. No thanks. All right. Uh, <laughs> Criminal Minds: Beyond Borders on the sixteenth. First Criminal Minds spinoff, right? Yes. So. This is Criminal Minds International. Basically. Yes. I, I wish am- they just called it that, <laughs> like House Hunters International. But like, then that would be CMI. Don't want to confuse people with CSI. I don't think anybody's confused <laughs> actually. Plus, it's the same
0: people watching anyways. Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> they're just gonna w- move past the to the next entry on their DVR anyways. Yep.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, elementary returns on the twentieth. My dear Watson. Yes, Lucy Lou. <laughs> and then at the end of the month comes the I premiere wish. of. Rush Hour. Oh, right, the television show. Yes, the TV rush show. Hour. The one that showed all those uh, Super Bowl commercials. Who did an almost verbatim,
0: "Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth?" joke? Yep. Because you
1: have to. That is the one joke. Because that it's you Rush know hour. From Rush Hour. It's because it's Rush Hour. Oh boy. And that's at the end of the month on the thirty-first. Um, do you have anything else for television? Um, no. Do you?
0: Yes. What? Uh, I want. I we have to talk about love.
1: Oh, I do. Yes.
0: Let's, let's talk about you and me.
1: Okay. Um,
0: no, I mean let's talk about love, the television show which is yes. on Netflix. Well, wait, Okay. I'm going to make reviews. this quick. I have two reviews. You right. talk
1: about love, and then the Muppets just oh, ended too. We can talk
0: about the Muppets real quick. Yes. Well, that season uh, just uh, ended. But, but, but yeah, yeah, we can. But, um, but, but first, real love. Quick, let me talk about love. I'm not going to go. Uh, as long as I'd like to, because you have got
1: heavy-handed into this.
0: I have things about that show, but um, I'm going to be very brief about this. So a lot of people are comparing this show first. Love Let's back up.
1: Love is the show on Netflix. So
0: it's a, cre- a co-created, uh, uh, co-written a lot of the, uh, for the most part uh, by Judd Apatow. It's kind of like a Judd Apatow uh, movie in serial form. Um, Mmm, cereal. Yes, I know. It tastes like Lucky Charms. Delicious. Uh, Except it's just the hearts. Uh, Because it's (laughs) about love. It's about, well, actually... So, you know how... uh, What it kind of reminded me of is, you know how 500 Days of Summer opens by saying this is not a love story? Yes. This is kind of that. It's about two characters who are purportedly set up to be in a relationship with each other. But it's mostly about how that doesn't work out. And no, that's not really a spoiler, I don't think. I guess you could read that as a spoiler, but I don't necessarily agree. But basically, uh, the two characters, so uh, the Paul Rust character and the Jillian Jacobs character, are set up in a way where you think, oh, it's inevitable that these two characters are going to have a relationship together. But what happens is, is that as the series goes on, is that you realize how complicated both of them are and you realize that it's never going to work ever in a million years just because of where they're at in their respective lives so i thought it was a very well done series i thought that maybe in comparison to master of none it's not as funny and it's not as well directed as that show is out of the two netflix comedies of 2016 master of none is better is i guess what i'm saying but i still enjoyed a lot of love and i uh i liked kind of the stuff it was trying to hit on it hits on some real serious themes especially near the end uh that were especially relevant to me specifically um but even if you don't have that kind of emotional hook into it i still say it's worth watch it's 10 episodes long it's uh it has its real funny moments and it has real emotional moments um i think it was it's a it's a it's a pretty good show. It's already been uh already been ordered for a second season. I don't know how the hell they're gonna pull that one off, but we will see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked it. Uh check it out if that seems How if, many episodes? Uh ten. Ten episodes. So yeah, check that out if you like Jet Apatow's stuff. Especially if you like Jillian Jacobs, she's good in this. Um uh, but yeah.
1: That's love. Okay. Other side of love is the yes. Muppets. Yes, Muppet Love. Muppet Love. So let's talk about Muppet Love. Muppet Love. Okay, so Muppets, uh, (laughs) that that literally just ended uh, its first season, 16 episodes. Yep. Um, They did an 8 and 8 split. Uh, It was was originally going to be 10 10 episodes or 12 episodes, but they got extended to 16. Right. Um, So the first, it's it's really two halves pushed together. The first half is the classic Muppets with guest stars just appearing, and they're a part of the plot. Yeah. And the second half is more, oh, let's just focus solely on the Muppets. And funny enough, both sides work.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing about that show, and I think we've talked about this off of the podcast a lot. Yeah. I feel like that show, kind of on its hiatus, went through an identity crisis. And I think the writers knew Mm -hmm. because they're writing actual real-life concerns that critics in real life have had about the show—they show? made it into the show. Into the show. So basically, what a lot of the feedback from the first few episodes was: "What? This isn't classic Muppets. Where are the rest of the Muppets? This is not an ensemble show. It's just about Kermit. It's just about Piggy. Where? Where's the dynamic? Also, why the hell did Piggy and, Piggy and Kermit break up? Why is that not a thing?
1: That is the Muppets. They're supposed to be a couple." Right. Rawr, 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 rawr. Actually, it's funny you say that because in the final episode, that's what the premise is, yep. is that uh, yep. they basically everyone says that you guys are supposed to be yep. together, yep. and mm-hmm. that's that's what you know about. If you know anything about the Muppet, it's that you know that Cameron and Miss Piggy are supposed to be together. So,
0: I don't know how I feel about this, because I, I'm kind of ambivalent about the concept of what it means to be a television show in 2016. Okay. Because it means that you both have to... Stand by a creative vision and create the thing that you want to create. While also adhering to critics? Also listening to feedback. And I think that the, the, it's a really easy thing to do to just do everything your audience wants you to do. And so the approach the Muppets is taking is an interesting one because it's kind of like somewhere halfway where they're like, Hey, we're acknowledging these are the issues that you're having with the show. But we're going to twist it in a way where we can do it in-universe. We're going to twist this just enough so you don't necessarily think that we're doing things on purpose, but that we're thinking about the things that you're saying,
1: but kind of just doing it anyways. It's being, pro- it's being super progressive in, in that it's yeah. adhering to it within the same scene. It's not like, oh, we're going to fix it later. It's, no, let's adjust this now. Yeah. And because it is Muppet, it's because it's not really car- a cartoon – where it's going to take like months to do, <laughs> they can do it. it instantly. They can do it instantly within like the next yeah, couple episodes. And it's
0: just it's weird to think about because what we're what we're witnessing right now is what all television is becoming. All television is becoming just kind of kind of weirdly reflecting what I was talking about albums with Kanye West earlier a few weeks ago, which is this, these are things that are now no longer set in stone. These are things that evolve over time. Mm-hmm. A television show in 2016 is going to be a thing that may be completely different than it was when it premiered. even a scripted television show. We're getting to that point now where things that happen in the world, things that happen that with your critics and audience feedback are going to directly affect what you do on your scripted television show, which is something that would have been crazy 20 years ago.
1: No, is that because Netflix is Netflix and Hulu Plus and? Amazon Prime are pulling viewers from TV?
0: I mean, that certainly doesn't help. I mean, networks are feeling the pressure, I'm sure. Uh, And so, anything. Especially from advertisers. Yeah, anything they can do to, like, you know, carve out a unique thing, I mean, they should do it. Because, I mean, compare, if we're going to compare, uh, you know, one to one here, what are your 2016 breakout sitcoms, right? You have. The Muppets, you have Superstore over at NBC. And I think those are two very interesting comparisons because Superstore is very formulaic. The Muppets seems to be playing so fast and loose with their formula that that show can literally be whatever they want it to be.
1: Well, that's also what the Muppets is. Muppets have been and continue to be wherever the hell they want to be. Classic Muppets is literally a variety show. It's how you can have a Muppets Charles Dickens. Yeah. In the Carol, as well right. as Muppets in Space, as well as yeah. Muppet Treasure Island. Because it was a variety show.
0: Right. And when you start from a variety show, you literally can go on and do whatever you want. But that's, that's why I wanted to compare those two, because one, I feel, is going to have to change or die. I think Superstore has some things to consider if they're going to go, go past the first season. Whereas The Muppets, I could see that thing going, as long as there's an audience for it. Because they can change on the fly, because, eh, no plan intended, uh, they can do more things with their format.
1: Well, I feel like it's also not only directed that way, but also written that way, where yeah. jokes can be switched in and out. There's just mm-hmm. no set punchline. It's, oh, we need to update this joke to make it more modern, or this is new in the news, let's switch it. Like, like a couple Periscope jokes yeah. throughout it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, I, and, and it's kind of almost like, yeah, a, a live action kind of version of what what they've been doing on South Park for the last 10 years. Which has been very like, okay, what what's happening, let's react. Right. And that, I think, is going to be a template for television going on. I think that's going to be the new
1: normal. The, so it's or at gonna least be, it's going
0: to be trendy for a little bit. So it's like live TV, but... Like, it's what NBC's doing with oh. that Undateable show right now, right? Oh. Where it's live every week? Yeah. It's like they, they do that in a way where they can, if they want to make a joke about something super relevant, they can, because that's how late those things go to ship, go to air. So it's like, I but, think that that like, could be
1: a thing. But yeah. It's like, oh, let's say, uh, reality TV, but script. Yeah. S- reality TV is scripted. Bo- but yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But, but but in a more <laughs> but in a more traditional sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, scripted television as we mostly know it. Yes. Right is I think this is going to be a, a new thing. Yeah. But all let's right. move on from television. Let's move
1: on. Uh, Netflix. That's kind of on your television. It's kind of on television. Well, Netflix, end of the month. Uh, so stuff left. Okay. Um, what are the
0: major things?
1: Major things leaving? Um, all of the uh, TED Talks. Okay. On there will be leaving March 15th. So watch the binge on those TED Talks if you want to get learned. Yep. Uh that's that's the main thing. A lot of uh, okay. movies and uh, some shows, maybe. but TED Talks. Those are the that's the major thing leaving. Okay. Uh, arriving though, uh, we have uh, the American Pie movies, Ugh. straight to DVDs, the Beta House and Naked Mile. Ugh. The movie I will watch. Uh, you don't have to. Blue Mountain State: The Rise Ugh. of Land. No thanks. I I will watch that. I I'm I'm a fan of Blue Mountain State. I've gone back and watched it on Netflix right now. It's like,
0: I don't know, just the tone of that show. It's is like, it too bro? No, it's not even that. It's just it's not funny. <laughs> I don't know. You, you didn't
1: play sports. That, I don't think that would help. It would. Oh, but if you want, uh, both Good Burger and Groundhog Day <laughs> are now on Netflix. I feel like Groundhog Day missed
0: its relevance. Yes. Should month should have been
1: out last month. Um, also, Star Trek Motion Picture. Okay. 1979. Sure. And Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan.
0: Okay. Those All are right.
1: Out. Yeah. Khan's good. And uh, on Friday, tomorrow, House of Cards Season 4 comes out. Oh, God. I will binge that this oh, weekend.
0: God. Let's see what video game he plays this time. Me? No. Oh. Kevin Ken Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yes. He's got to be way into a video game this time again. I will binge the uh, so I w- hard. I hope so much that it's The Witness. <laughs> oh, that would be so I hilarious. So is that the wit- <laughs> I want The Witness to be a plot point so badly. That would
1: be awesome. That would be the funniest thing. Just He uses it to create a puzzle for his opponent or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, try to figure out this puzzle, oh, jackass. <laughs> There's a game
0: I've been playing. It's <laughs> 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 uh, like you wander around solving these puzzles just like wandering through the election process. <laughs>
1: anyway. anyways, so uh, a bunch of other movies come out over the course of the month. Uh, but the other Netflix show, Daredevil, season two.
0: Oh, that's happening finally. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's AT. been
1: forever since that first season. Well, last season came out in the middle of the summer. This one's coming out in March, so like six, eight months? It feels longer than that. Yeah. Well on the eighteenth you'll have to wait no more for season two. Okay. Good to know. And at the end of the month, uh Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> okay. Returns. Sure. I with, didn't know uh, it left. The Yu Gi Oh movie Bonds Beyond Time. Ew. It's the tenth anniversary movie. Holy crap. One, there was a Yu Gi Oh movie. Two, there have been two Yu Gi Oh movies. What? <laughs> what? win. There is one called Yu-Gi-Oh! The Movie. <laughs> what? Wait. And there's a second one called Yu-Gi-Oh! Bonds Beyond Time. Where was I? Which is a tenth anniversary movie that encapsulates Yu-Gi-Oh!, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds. Wait, 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 where wait. they do a four, a three-way, ba- a three-on-one battle. Okay, here's my, here's my question. They cannot only be ten years
0: old. Between the start it's of it, older than that, right? No, it
1: came out in two thousand one. Yeah. This movie came out uh, in 2011. okay. Got it. Never mind. I this thought,
0: movie came out in 2011. I thought this was new.
1: It's not new. No, it's new to Netflix. Got it. Okay. So this shows what I know about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. It shows how much I know about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, on the 18th, Pee-Wee's Big Holiday. Right. That movie comes out. Hmm. <sighs> right. Trailer for that didn't look too stellar, but we'll see. Well, if, uh, if you grew up on movies... Or on the... Pee-wee's Big Adventure is a good movie. Let
0: Eh, let the record show.
1: Yes. It is a
0: good movie. It's
1: one of two um, (laughs) movies that I like by him.
0: Well, I mean, there was only two Pee-wee movies. It was Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Big Top Pee-wee, which was the sequel. And then the television show.
1: Oh, no, not by Pee-wee. That's not who I was talking about. I was talking about the director. Tim Burton. Oh, uh, I was like, what? The, huh? Tim Burton directed <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
0: Oh, I did not, I did not remember that.
1: Okay. Yes. That, yeah, that's that, right. That you that's hope the weird thing about Tim Burton. Yes, yeah. I, I don't like Tim Burton, but I do like <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Big Fish. What about term, Tim Burton Batman? No, no, no,
0: not Tim Burton Batman. I'm not a
1: Tim Burton Batman fan. You're a Christopher Nolan Batman. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I'm also a Joel Silver fan. Ew. Only because I grew up with it. <laughs> It was the first thing you're exposed? That's you had no this excuse. nostalgia Zero thing. Zero excuse.
0: It was also the first Batman movie that I was exposed to as well. That doesn't mean I like it.
1: I didn't say I liked it. You, you did. <laughs> I said I have a fond memories of it. Yeah, I mean, you liked
0: it. Past tense. Uh,
1: past tense. I think well, even as a kid, I knew something. I know, as I know that I've tweeted it before, but I know I know that whenever I watch it, I said this is. I always tweet that this is where my love of puns comes in. Uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. I feel like that would have
1: killed my love of puns. No,
0: no uh, so you know what's sad about me, though, is I remember – I don't remember the movies, the Batman movies as much, right. as I do w- the marketing that surrounded them. Oh. You ask, ask me anything about that Trisha Yearwood single. Ask me anything about Seal's Kiss from a Rose. My dad played Kiss on the Rose <laughs> every day in his car. It was yeah, everywhere. No, because me. that Trisha Yearwood single, she did – uh, what was it? What was that called? Uh, how 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 will I live without you? Yeah. Whatever. So so she did a version of that song, but so did Leanne Rhimes. But the Treasure Yearwood version was the one that was on the soundtrack. Don't ask me how I know this.
1: How do you know this? I just do. Oh, okay. Also, well, I told you course. not to ask. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. We need to move on. Yes. Treasure Yearwood, Batman.
1: Okay. <laughs> um. So that was all coming to Netflix. Okay. Um, let's go with other stuff, uh, that has been renewed. Alright. We're going to our renews and dies. Alright. So, bones. Okay. That's I don't a-
0: think we should link those two things, <laughs> but okay.
1: What? Renewed let's and talk dyes? about
0: the re- the renewals, and then let's talk about people.
1: Alright. Uh, renewals. <laughs> I swear I say that. that <laughs> sentence
0: every single podcast. You've only said it ten <laughs> I times. I really shouldn't have to. I really shouldn't have You're to say you have that. To.
1: It's going to happen either way. <sighs> So, Bones. Bones. That has been renewed for a final 12 seasons. I was going to say, good God has that show been on forever. Yes. Well, actually, it hasn't even aired yet. It's 11th season will air in April, followed by a 12th finale season.
0: Here's my question. Answer. (laughs) (laughs) What will Emily Deschanel do after Bones is over?
1: Probably join New Girl. (laughs) 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 Who isn't joining New Girl?
0: No, do you think she's going to go... Like, after a film career? I don't know, but that
1: thing's in syndication. She doesn't
0: have to work. No, oh, no, no, she's paid for life. Man. Oh, yeah. That's a lot
1: of episodes that show. That has to hit 200, right? Right, easily. Yeah.
0: If not already.
1: Anyways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> something that's even longer Okay. than Bones. There's a joke
0: there, but I'm not going to make it.
1: my my ncis your ncis yes yes ncis has been picked up for not one but two more seasons Uh, extending it to how long we will get a 14th and 15th season (laughs) that's pretty long
0: i mean i mean 14 that's pretty long but 15 yeah you're talking crazy long
1: 15 seasons of ncis that that is That's c- not the spin or anything. Yeah. That's just it's, NCIS original. Raw. Raw. uncut <laughs> NCIS. There's a dick joke in there somewhere. If the whole thing has been. If you
0: if, if you didn't if you, realize. If you're
1: listening to this, I haven't realized we're talking dick jokes here. <laughs> Thank you for spelling it out. Uh continuing on the on <laughs> the dick train. Uh, dick train. <laughs> dick Wolf? I got Fuller House. Season two coming your way. No. Yes. Already renewed. We didn't talk about Fuller House. We're not going to. We briefly talk about Fuller (laughs) House. We're not going to talk about
0: Fuller House. I'm going to say this about Fuller House. We watched the pilot of Fuller House. (laughs) It
1: was terrible. We are
0: no longer going to watch Fuller House. Okay. That is what I have to say about Fuller House. I
1: might watch the second episode just to see how much of a contrast it is. But that first episode was so weird. nostalgic, throwback, worthy. It was weird. It did not need to happen.
0: It's, it's saying something that the least weird part of that thing is Jodie Sweden.
1: Yeah. When She's actually the good-looking part.
0: Yeah! When you consider what's happened to her in her life and the adventure she had after Full House was over, it's incredible that she is the one salvageable part of that thing. <laughs> and God, Bob Saget looks old. Yep. And we talk about how old... Bob Saget
1: and Dave Coulier look. Oh, God, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. He's just, like, he just let himself go. Well,
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, kind of, no. Yeah, I, well, well, let's, let's, be, did, that's, that's, let's okay.
1: be nice. They did the side-by-side comparison, and that was a bad move on their part. Dave Coulier, yeah, they did. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. Let's not talk
0: about Fuller House anymore.
1: No. Let's <laughs> talk about Once Upon a Time. Uh... Because it got renewed for a season six. Uh, Ahead of its season five finales. uh, So season five will continue, like I said, on the sixth. And then you got a whole other season to look forward.
0: Great. All I ever wanted.
1: I know what else you wanted. Okay, what I want? More Quantico. That's not what I wanted. Oh, you're wrong. Sorry. I wanted more Quantico, and I will get a season two. I don't know why. I like that show. I don't get it. It's FBI in training. And then post-training. Half of it. Yeah, but then it's the half other half is super
0: boring.
1: You don't like the the real time. I like want an room?
0: entire show about being in FBI school. I want that show. Yeah. I don't want the the frickin the other half where it's trying to be mystery. Yeah, like a mystery you know action show. I don't need that. But I don't know. it's my opinion. It's your opinion.
1: It's my opinion. All right, uh, other. Uh, Hashtag it's my two cents. Well, okay, i will bring this I'm like Larry King on right. Twitter. The reason I bring up uh, <laughs> um, "Once Upon a Time in Quantico" okay. is because ABC, for its first time, has yep. a, announced its uh, renewals ahead of wow. the seasons. Well, that's cool. It's because they had a new uh, creative director. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's. Um, I had I had the link here and it got deleted, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I can't. No, I'm
1: sorry. Right. Yeah. So she's um, it's late. No, well, no, it's late. It's late on Thursday night. All right, so uh, the other <laughs> ABC shows that yeah. got picked up for another season were Goldberg's. Sure, all right. They're in the middle of season three right now, got picked up for it a fourth season. a steady steady show for them. It's an 80s show. Yeah, that's your nostalgic 80s show. But, again, easier to do nostalgia for things from a pre-internet
0: period of time.
1: Right. And then also uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Okay, good. Because I've heard good things about that show. That gets a season... It's in the middle of season two right now. Yeah. It's going to get another season, season three. That seems solid. Yep. The two solid workhorse shows for those guys, which is good. Yep. Two solid comedies for yeah. uh, NBC. ABC. 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 Yeah. Yep. And then, I only have one death here, because I didn't really keep up with it this week. Sure. But the only one I have is uh, George Kennedy. Okay. Who died at the age of 91. Best known for his roles in Full Hand Luke. And the Naked Gun series. Oh, okay. He also won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in 1968. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, his death was of natural causes. Okay. Uh, well, 91's a good year. Mm, not a good year, but, you yeah. know. But, yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's, healthy that's life. a lot of years to live. Healthy exactly. life. you got two yep. substantial... Yep. Well, one's a, a substantial franchise in Naked Gun. Yeah, and then, hey, and,
0: and, and an Oscar. And he won the Oscar for Cool yeah. Handler. hey, you, that's a life right there. Yep. That's the goals. Hashtag... Squad goals. Yep. So Leo can die <laughs> right happy there. now. He won his Oscar. Leo can, <laughs> he'll get mauled by a bear. I don't know. Ah. Cool. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, music. Okay.
1: You have uh albums, uh, uh, but yeah. You want to skip the albums? No, I can go through them real quick. Okay. Well, I have uh some music news. Do the music news first. All right. Foo Fighters.
0: So everybody thought they were gonna break up.
1: They had announced for, for some reason. reason. Because Dave Grohl has been on the Grammys as solo, and then on the Oscars doing the In Memoriam as solo. So everyone thought. Oh, he's gonna go on a solo career. Dave Grohl's solo career. It was all over the news. Hey. Everyone predicted. Hey, hey, he's gonna go
0: solo. By the way, I got your Dave Grohl solo career right here. The first album Foo Fighters put out. Because guess what? That was just Dave Grohl. Yeah, Dave Grohl, Grohl all did the all the instruments.
1: So that's already been a thing. Yep. <laughs> and Dave Grohl. It's funny because the Foo Fighters put out a video where Dave Grohl tries to do EDM music is. <laughs> tries to it rap. rap it's pretty <laughs> funny.
0: And then, yeah, they bring on Nick Lachey as a replacement singer for Foo Fighters. It's pretty, yes. it's pretty funny. I'd say check it out if you like
1: the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Nick, Nick Lachey. Actually, yeah. decent, decent voice. Decent. Pretty, pretty but, decent yeah, so the, ultimately the point is that they are not breaking up. Yes. For the millionth time, they are not breaking yep. up. No one is going solo. Yeah. So there will probably be another Foo Fighters album.
0: Uh, probably probably ne- next year. This year, probably next year. End of this
1: year, if mm-hmm. not next year. Yep. It's
0: well, And I would bet probably another uh, season of that HBO uh, S- uh, Sonic Highways. Yes, thing. I, th- I bet they do another one of those, because that seemed to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, uh, that was a good uh, hit for HBO. Give yeah. did World did, did, was really well in that. I would bet that they do a second one. Yep. Um, other, uh, in the other spectrum of rock, sure EDM. Yeah. So there's a festival in uh, Chattahoochee Hills, Georgia Ooh, uh-huh. called Tomorrow World. It's basically EDM on the East, or EDC, on the Conval, in the East Coast. Sure. Well,
0: in Georgia. Sorry, you say Chattahoochee and all I can think of is Alan Jackson.
1: <laughs> you, you guys broken me. Sorry. It's okay. Anyways, <laughs> that big concert has officially been canceled. Oh! Because the company went bankrupt. Oops. They filed for Chapter 11 in the beginning of February and have not been able to recover. Nice going, bros. Therefore, they will not have their festival this, uh, this summer. I bet they spent too much
0: money on glow sticks and sleeveless tank tops.
1: I bet it was all rigged. I mean, in the rigging. they're just too expensive. Oh. <laughs> it was rigged! <laughs> too expensively! <laughs> there. Yes. Um... Else. Okay. Uh, I have two uh news here articles here. Two news. Two news articles Two news, here. please. Um, one is about a lady by the name of Michelle Catier, okay. who was two hundred dream drop at Spotify. Michelle Cat Ears. Yes. Who worked at Spotify <laughs> and then left to join Sony Music's uh, digital branch. Okay. In order to create a new Walkman. I said Walkman, but you said app. Okay, yes, tell me about app. this app. New <laughs> app. It's a way for artists, artists and managers, okay. to um, modify – to not modify, but to um, – not control, I am not think enough. Not modify, not control, but uh, watch. Manage. Manage, Manage yes. <laughs> Manage um, their streaming service, the streaming uh, revenue, and how it's coming in. And huh. not only uh, what cities – are like spiking in their uh, in their respective playlists, mm-hmm. but also like how many listeners and like their big what big songs are being played. Wait, this Spotify doesn't surface these analytics for themselves. They don't share it with the artists. This is artist specific. Oh, and not only does it do Spotify, not only does it work for Spotify, but it works for the other. I think the article said they're like three hundred really apps. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's
0: yeah. That's cool then, because I I didn't even know that they don't release that information.
1: Yeah, with this technology, musicians and artists will get, get to control all seven hundred thousand different revenue streams for each individual song and see exactly where the money is going. That's good. I th- have one concern about this, though. It's probably the big concern, but go ahead. I think it's the thing that kills
0: Spotify. You think this because, will kill Spotify? Because think about it. If the 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 whole thing is that it's a nebulous concept about how much money artists are making from Spotify. And when the numbers do surface, they're usually very low and dis-
1: and depressing. Well, not only that, but uh, so, they, they get their royalty numbers only twice a year, whereas yeah. this will be accessed every day. So that's what I'm saying, though, is that as soon as they see
0: what those numbers really are, and if they are as depressing as everybody thinks and says they are, they're going to pull out. This could be... The thing that kicks Spotify in the pants to up what they're giving artists. Ooh. So, this could be the thing that just, dis- I think, disrupts is a good word for it because this o- gives more power to the people who need the power, which are the artists. Mm-hmm. And so, I could totally see this as giving, the finally being a tool <laughs> to get Spotify
1: to pony up. I knew you'd like that article. That's why I included it. Oh, that's sweet. I was thinking of you. Also (laughs) thinking of you?
0: Okay. Because you have a title. Subscription? Uh, Currently, I need to cancel that. Yeah, go cancel that shit right now. (laughs) Good lord. Uh, Has it been a week? It's a 30 day trial. Oh. Uh, But I should still probably cancel it before I forget.
1: Go cancel now because you'll help contribute to the COO and the CFO being fired. Jay Z announces that. uh, they fired the CFO and COO. This is in uh, the
0: aftermath of the life of Pablo. Yes. And that whole disaster. Yep. So do you think they took the hit uh,
1: for they, Kanye? I think they took the hit for Kanye.
0: It had to be, right? Yeah. Well, it's Kanye and Rihanna, right? That was a one-two punch. Right. Because Rihanna's anti- album surfaced, then was pulled, and then surfaced again, and then
1: Kanye's, you couldn't even buy it. Yep. So it's like.
0: Yeah, something was going on behind the scenes at Title, and yeah, I guess somebody had to jump. It
1: also moved its entire operations and accounting department to its New York office,
0: so it's mm, consolidating.
1: That's probably smart,
0: because I was one. I wondered maybe some of that purchasing problem that they were having was because maybe the hand wasn't talking to the foot, yep. you know, which happens a lot in corporate corporations that are divided like that.
1: Yep. But this is uh, nothing new for Title. Yeah. The company's hired its third CEO in nine months. Last December. <laughs> And uh, CFO and COO. Jay Z should just run that thing himself. That's you what would I think. think? But does he want to make music?
0: See, he's not a businessman; he's a business man.
1: <laughs> quoting the man himself. I am. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, this could be uh, good because yes, se- uh, Jay Z has been looking to sell Spotify. Oh, sell Spotify! He's he's sell sell Spotify. That's impressive.
0: Yes. Uh, I yeah. want. See, here is my dream. Jay-Z sells it to Spotify. Spotify ca- just uh, has a uh, high-fidelity high uh, subscription package. Yep. Done and done. You get everything in
1: one. However, what's more likely to
0: happen? Apple buys it.
1: No, Samsung. Oh, you think
0: that's the Jay-Z
1: angle? has been in talks with Samsung twice already. Well,
0: Jay-Z has already done business with Samsung. Remember when uh, Magna Carta Cardi- Holy Grail came out, and Samsung did the promotion? Yeah,
1: Samsung did, like, three different ads on TV. What well, two. Their, uh, was it Samsung 5 or 4 at the time? Yeah. 5. 5. 4. 4. 4. Yeah, I think it was a good 4.
0: But yeah, no, it was a big deal. Also, also Samsung's Milk Music, I don't think anybody's using that thing. No. So that would be a way to get Milk out and just brand Samsung title.
1: The Milkman Delivered? The Milkman Delivered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, and then... Lastly, uh, it's just music. That's all the news I have. Okay. Other, otherwise, we have the car, the concert we went to. So, yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. All right. Let's I talk about well. the opening act for Ground Saints. Okay. Well, first of all, let's give context. Okay. We
0: went to a concert. Uh, not only do we go to a I...
1: concert, we went to your birthday concert.
0: Yes. Well, technically, yes. it was an early birthday present. My birthday is not until next Friday, the 11th of March. But these guys, uh, Mike and my other friend Mark, took us to or took me to uh, Anaheim to go see Carly Rae Jepsen in surprise. Concert. Surprise, of course, because it was amazing, and she's amazing. Um, but yeah, there were a couple opening acts. Uh, you thought pretty highly of the first one, Fairground yeah. Saints. You hadn't heard of, we hadn't heard of them before. They seemed like kind of kind of a folksy country outfit. Um, they sounded very similar to like a Lady Antebellum.
1: Yeah, well, it was two guys and girls performing. Yeah. I didn't like their performance, where they just stood there and played guitar and sang. Sure. Their performance was lackluster, but their music was great. Yeah, you liked them a lot. I liked their music a tell. lot. Yeah. I can tell. I can tell you're digging it. Yeah, I actually went on Spotify, actually a friend of them on Facebook, <laughs> and um, listened to their entire album. Wow, there you go. Yeah. Um, was, their album's not bad. <laughs> it's pretty, it's s- pretty good.
0: second band, I don't even remember what
1: they were called. I skipped, that's why I didn't put them in. the Yeah, it's
0: the lead the, the, the singer was wearing leather pants. That's all right. <laughs> she also had a uh, backless uh, top on. She was not wearing a bra. I it was cold
1: outside. I can tell you that. Uh, Actually, it was very hot in there. She was hot indeed, and her <laughs> body was cold. That's <laughs> what I was talking about. Um, all right. Anyways, but, uh, but then the main, the main event, yes, of course, the was main Carly. highlight, which is Carly Rae so Jepsen. Carly,
0: Carly did uh, a lot of songs off of her album, Emotion. Uh, she did even more, uh, a few choice cuts from first album, uh, Kiss. It was all right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's not true. It was amazing. It was one of the better concerts I've been to. She knows how to command a crowd. She knows what sh- songs will pump up her audience. But most importantly, though, this is proof that you have strong material, you have a strong concert. It's that album like Emotion plays like a greatest hits album and it really proves that in a in a concert setting it just just goes to show you how strong every single one of those songs is
1: oh yeah I even had me every and Marka popping to it the entire time. Yeah song. and you
0: guys weren't as familiar with the material as I was and so that just goes to show you is like that's that, that's a key for a concert so it was a lot of fun it was like a big dance party i think everybody enjoyed it Oh yeah. oh yeah, I'm so, sure everyone there enjoyed so if you it. You want to have a fun name, uh, fun game, uh, fun game. What am I even? Fun night. It's a long night. Um, yes, <laughs> it's midnight here in California. Um, but yeah, so it's like yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, if Carly comes by your uh, town, the Give Me Love tour is still running. So I would so go, go, go catch go it, see it. Yes, go catch it. Catch Carly Rae Jepsen fever. Uh, so in other My weekend Music, I listened to a couple of albums. You had two
1: albums you said you listened to? Yes,
0: two this week. Um, one was Macklemore. S- quick. First was Macklemore and Ryan Lewis's uh, "The This Unruly Mess I've Made, which is one of the more apt <laughs> <laughs> album titles I've heard in a little bit. I want to say, though, uh, before I kind of go into it, it's not as bad as you think. It's okay. The album is all right. It's an improvement, from what I understand, over the last thing that they won the Grammy for. Uh, the Heist, I believe, was the name of right, that last thing. Right, that's what it was called. Uh, it's Yeah, so this is better than that, but that's not saying a whole lot. Uh, Macklemore has an identity issue, and he addresses it in his songs. Uh, and both the opener and the closer are both basically... Songs about him grappling with who he should be as an artist.
1: Is that dealing with fame or dealing with what he wants to rap Uh, about, though?
0: Kind of both. Uh, So the opener is basically him recounting when he won the Grammy for Best Rap Album and how he was feeling conflicted about that. Because if you recall, after that happened, he went on the record and said he felt like he shouldn't have won and it should have Mm -hmm. gone to Kendrick Lamar. Right. Then Kendrick Lamar responded by saying hey i mean he can say whatever he wants to say but i think it's kind of weird that he just didn't accept it and move on (laughs) it's like why does he feel like he has to say this which is kind of macklemore in a microcosm why does he have to say this and he still does um so this the album kind of the album kind of swings back and back swings back and forth between funny i'm Macklemore, I'm the guy who did Thrift Shop thrift songs. Thrift Shop Macklemore and... And Sirius, I'm trying to message you... One love. You, like, same more. love, same Macklemore. Love. Yes. And he doesn't understand which one he wants to do, culminating in a final song that's literally, I'm not making this up, called White Privilege 2, in which he discusses his relationship with the concept of white privilege, whether he should be rapping at all, who what, what audience he's rapping for, and basically wrestling with his id i guess you could say about about his stance in the rap community it all comes out as kind of a mess hence the title and it's just i don't know i don't know what macklemore one needs to remember that saying being being aware of of your privilege does not mean hey look at me i know i have privilege i'm going to talk about my privilege all the time Like it means understanding the perspectives and listening, not so much talking. That's the one thing that Macklemore, but he's a rapper, he
1: has to talk. That's the
0: thing, does he or can he talk about other things? Is basically what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, it's a different context. See, Kendrick Lamar raps about being black because it's, it's an important thing that needs to be brought up, Macklemore should not necessarily be his michael Moore's responsibility is not to rap about the relationship between him and black artists because that is not helping advance the situation the one situation where it is advancing is that that in there's going to be a, a there's going to be a case where somebody a white say some 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 white young teenager is going to be listening to Macklemore's album in, you know, say Alabama or something, and is not necessarily going to be aware of these things that Macklemore is bringing up in the song as problems. And maybe that is where McLemore comes in handy, because this is somebody speaking to a person, there, uh, to an audience, with maybe that a context that they're not familiar with. That would be the way that they would learn about these issues, right? It doesn't so much make sense if it's Macklemore talking to somebody who already is, hey, listens to Kendrick Lamar because they're already getting a first-hand perspective of this. They're getting it from the source. They don't need a Macklemore to remind them that this is a problem because Macklemore knows it's a problem. It's, it's, a, hard exp- it's not a hard thing to explain but the very subject of white privilege is a complicated thing that maybe is too complicated for Macklemore to is i think what, it, what I'm trying to say.
1: It's it's weird. I don't know. So it's something Macklemore just like he has to say, but <laughs> yeah.
0: should be saying. Yeah. It's like maybe not even shouldn't, but maybe there's other things that Macklemore could be doing with his music. Okay. Anyways, uh, the other l- album I li- so I mean it's okay. Uh, I would say give it a try if you like anything you've heard from Macklemore b- before. Uh, maybe skip it if you're not uh the other thing i listened to uh was the new album by la sera it technically comes out tomorrow today uh, today i guess yes it's midnight we're on the fourth uh but it was uh streaming early on a streaming website so i was able to listen to it early uh so uh this one it's a band that i really enjoy i've uh seen them play once um i really like their last couple albums um this is their fourth and their first with uh so the lead singer of la sara is katie goodman who used to be the bassist for vivian girls in the early 2000s. then kind of started la sara as her solo project uh for the first couple albums it's kind of evolved as now the uh person who is now her husband has joined on as her main guitarist and as of this album is now established as the second in a duo this is no longer a solo project. They are both on the cover of the album and they both do duets for half of the songs. So this is a proper husband and wife thing now. Uh, the only thing is that they also brought in help uh, the help of Ryan Adams, who is now mostly famous for his cover album of Taylor Swift's 1989 that was released last year. Doing all the covers of the song. He covered the entirety of Taylor Swift's album in his own s- sort of Uh, reverb-soaked kind of almost uh, Bruce Springsteen-y kind of approach to kind of a classic rock sound. So it's... uh, He puts that sound on this album as well to mixed results. Um, I think it's not as strong as their last effort, uh, 2013's Hour of the Dawn. Um, I think it's there's some high points, including the song High Notes, uh, yeah. which is uh, basically Katie Goodman uh, talking about her detractors. That, the whole song is basically about, like, yeah, I'm gonna sing the way I sing, no matter what you say. Uh, but the other songs are kind uh, of kind ballady, kind of kinda boring. Kind of, I was very disappointed by it. And I'm a big fan. So, I was kind of in the, uh, not the direction where I wanted them to go. Uh, I guess I expected and wanted more like guitar heroics. I wanted more lines like in some of the, the highlights of uh, Hour of the Dawn. So I do no, no, not not my uh, jam. But I guess give it a try if you need some some classic indie rock right now. Uh, but yeah, those are the albums I listened to. And yes, I see that you brought up the last and
1: final music story—the story that broke literally tonight. Yes, as we we're watching American Idol. So, Kendrick Lamar, uh, current king of the rap
0: game, has released new material out of nowhere. Uh, There were some rumblings the last couple days that this might happen, uh, with uh, the record label uh, Top Dog basically saying that there was going to be a 2016 Kendrick Lamar release at some point. And then I guess somebody found some scuttlebutt on Spotify yesterday that seemed to imply that there was going to be a release tonight. That has happened. Uh, Kendrick Lamar released an EP of eight songs
1: titled "The title Untitled, is, Unmastered. This is the title. In Un- quotes, Untitled, Unmastered. If you are a Kendrick Lamar
0: fan, this might make some sense to you. Because over the last year or so, Kendrick has been doing live television per- performances where he's been doing songs that have not been released in a physical form and referring them to them as Untitled blank. Like, entitled number one, entitled number two. And so this, at least one of the songs on this collection, is one of those songs he performed on a talk show.
1: Was it the one on um, Stephen Colbert?
0: Yes, it was the one that he performed on Stephen Colbert. So, uh, I don't know anything else about it, but apparently early buzz seems that is very strong. Of course it is. It's frickin' Kendrick, and he is 5'5". He's (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I look at, at like his he height. Yeah, his height is five five. He's short. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, he's also awesome. <laughs> he's also good. Uh, so yeah, if you
0: like Kendrick, I'm going to take a listen to that. Probably not tonight because I need to sleep. But uh, at some point, uh, but I will listen to that tomorrow probably. I'll have feedback on that next week. But until then, I think we are done. Unless no. You want to talk about video games? We have video game news. Oh
1: God. Okay. So last week. We talked about Pokemon Direct. We did. And it premiered. And it was everything we didn't expect. Yeah, for five for a
0: five-minute conference, they sure laid down the law. New Pokemon games were announced.
1: Pokemon, Sun, and Moon. Team Moon. For this holiday season. I'm getting Moon. I guess I'm going to get Sun. I'm getting Moon. Uh, so, I guess the rumor <laughs> is that this will take place in... China, you Some said? Some people
0: say China. Some people are thinking... Um, Italy. Italy. I don't know if Italy makes much sense, because, I mean, they were just in France. Right. <laughs> I think that's a little too close. I think that if they do China. That's more interesting. Well, I think uh, the sun
1: and moon correspond with a Chinese... Also, so does the fact
0: that this is the first Pokemon game that is being localized for the Chinese market.
1: Right. There'll be two different languages yes. for Chinese. Both uh, classic and... Well, it's not, I know it's not Mandarin and Cantonese. It's it's yeah, yeah. Else. It's classic and modern.
0: Chinese. But yeah, this is a huge deal considering this is an untapped market for Pokemon main series. There's literally games.
1: billions of them. There's literally billions of people that are going to love this thing. So right. uh, this will that's exciting. Uh, launch with Pokemon Go, or well, well, at least ma- around the same, around the same time. time.
0: There's obviously very different pro- products for very different audiences. Uh, I mean, the same person who's going to play a full-on Pokemon RPG is not the person that Go is aimed towards. Go is aimed towards your average person who has a passing interest in Pokemon. I think those are two very different people.
1: Now, in 2016. I don't think they were 10, 10, 20 years ago. They are now. Well, 10, 20 years ago... for example, Gold Gold came out and it came with the Pokemon Walkman.
0: Yeah. That was 10 years ago. No. No, that was... That's 20. No, 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 no. 16. What are you talking about?
1: Okay, remember when, when Golden Silver? Up, back up, remember back when up. Gold and Silver came out? You could get a Pokemon Tamagotchi, upload your Pokemon to it, and it would count your steps, and you could level up by walking. You're
0: confounding information here. When Golden Silver, okay, you're one. There was the Pokemon Pikachu, which came out in like 1999. Oh, also pick that. That was up. not related to a version of the, of the game. That was no. an individual thing. Right, which LCD was related right to the that was a TV television series p- pedometer. No, it yes. didn't have anything to do with television series Actually, either. yes. It was like a Tamagotchi. That's all it was. Wait, it was you're talking about Pokemon Yellow? No, I'm talking about the Pokemon Pikachu. Oh. That's why well, I have to back up, because I need to clear something okay. up for you. Pokemon Pikachu was the first their, their first try at a pedometer that was for Pokemon, right? right? It was separate. It was a completely separate thing. The only time that they did what you're referring to was with the re-release of Pokemon Gold and Silver... Heart Gold and Soul Silver for the DS. They launched the Pokemon. Poke, PokeMeter, PokeWalker, PokeWalker. That was released in two thousand.
1: Oh, uh, you're right. Yes, say, it says Soul yeah, Silver. thousand
0: ten. It was late. That's what you're talking about. So that's not ten years. That's not even ten years ago.
1: You're right. <laughs> that was not that long ago. No, you're right. Well, cause I thought I thought it came with gold and silver, so that's why. I was, no, it
0: came with gold and silver, but the, the remake. The
1: remake, so yes, hard <laughs> Anyways, gold and soul silver.
0: So no, I think that, those, that 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 is, for example, I w- I am the audience for the Pokemon game. I will buy Moon. Mm-hmm. I am not the audience necessarily for Pokemon Go. I might try it out, but I have very, I don't have as much interest in it as I know a lot of people do.
1: I might do Pokemon Go just because I like traveling. I like going around and driving around new places, going up, down the coast, and yeah. But Vegas. do you really
0: find yourself? Do you really think this is going to be something
1: that you're going to spend a lot of time
0: doing? Maybe
1: I mean I'm still doing the Pokemon Rumble, Pokemon Pacross and Pokemon. Those are video games, though. Yes. This is what I'm saying.
0: When you get into stuff that is augmented reality, it's so reliant on the responsibility of the person playing it to keep doing the thing, the active thing that they're doing, the drop-off rate on those things is gigantic.
1: Okay, so you think the augmented reality will... I think it's a good concept. I
0: think it'll get a lot of people interested in it, and I think there will be a certain bunch of people that will enjoy it. But if you look at the previous things that this company has done in the augmented reality space with phones... I know most people I know that tried those things, played it for a couple weeks. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe if they do it really, really well, maybe that's a hook enough for people to stick around with it. But I think it's just it's just a core problem with games like that. It's uh, kind of like uh, so I because I liken it to the analog I use is that I did that um Ingress. No, yeah, that's the last game they did, but. Um, All right. No, kind of a similar thing is the... uh, What's the thing with the... um, Geocaching. reminds me kind of a geocaching, because geocaching is very similar, where it's like you're looking at a a thing on your phone that basically tells you, there's a thing here, check it out. Go to this physical location, find this thing. And so, yeah, it's kind of similar to that, where it's like you have to be motivated to keep doing that, or else it's going to just get old to you. So, I don't know. Also, I think it'll be especially frustrating if somebody finds out... This one pokemon that I need is like in freaking three states away. I'm never going to go there. I'm never going to get this pokemon.
1: Yeah, this is mainly meant for people who like to travel. Yeah. Who are going to travel. I mean,
0: yeah, I think that the thing that Google Maps did on that April April Fools that one year was actually really cool. Yeah. If it's like that in any way, it might be cool, but again, that was for a day. We'll see how it works. Expanded But yeah, let's move on. Okay.
1: Let's move on. Um, But yeah,
0: sorry. uh, Let's talk about the actual thing first before we move on. Yeah, Sun and Moon sounds great. I'm ready for a new Pokemon generation. I just finished my second playthrough of Y today. Uh, So yeah, I'm excited. Are you sad there is no Pokemon Z? No. I would rather, any, any day, I'd rather play a brand new Pokemon generation with completely new Story with completely new characters, then play a third variation so, of an existing So, no game X2, range. Y2? Yep. Nope. I didn't play Black or White 2 either. Okay.
1: I'm excited for Sun Moon. Alright, well, yeah, well, I just recently played Pokemon X, mm-hmm. beat it, yeah. loved it. Yeah. Looking forward to Sun. to sun. Those are good games. Yep. I'm and looking forward to Sun, you're yeah. looking forward it's to Moon. Excited I don't know why to you're hopefully moon, but.
0: fix the frickin'. Because Moon is cooler than the Sun, that's why. Right, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just fix the frame rate. Yes, fix the frame rate in battles. That's all I asked for. Yep. Or three D battles,
1: I should say. Three D battles. Fix the frame rate in three D battles and we'll talk. Game freak. Alright. <laughs> uh now well, I'll just have the rest is placed uh well, Nintendo Direct did it did it. let's go to Nintendo.
0: Yeah, let's rattle these off real quick. They showed new Star Fox footage today. Yep. They revealed a couple of new games. Paper Mario Color or something? Yes. I didn't write uh, all
1: down. Which, uh, yeah. Paper Mario colors. It's another Paper
0: Mario spinoff. It doesn't look like an RPG. I'm depressed.
1: Yes. Uh, look, uh, they did a new Fire Emblem. Uh, that's, yeah, Fire Emblem. Uh, 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 yeah, whatever that thing's called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and also out today is Twilight. Um, Twilight. Or Twilight. Uh, Twilight Princess HD Twilight, yes, for princess. your Wii U. So if you didn't... I tried to think Twilight Zelda. But so right. if you never played the worst Legend of Zelda
0: game, now you can. I'm sorry, I'm really harsh on Twilight
1: I know you're really hard on try like I did
0: not like that game at all. Well, a lot of people like that game. Actually, fun, fun story. Uh, when I got my Wii in uh, 2006, I got it the second week it was out. Still waited in line for it because that's how popular those things were. I got the last copy of Twilight Princess for the Wii. At that, that Best Buy that we waited in front of had I regret doing that Because I was with my friend at the time And it was basically him He got it or I got it He was nice enough to let me have the copy I should have let him have it <laughs> Because then I actually played Twilight Princess and I was like I don't want to play this game anymore This isn't Wind Waker
1: You like Wind Waker You more? know what's
0: good? Wind Waker Wind Waker HD It's a good game yeah, that would be like the one, besides like Splatoon and Mario Maker. Yeah. Wind Waker HD would be a reason to own a Wii U for me. I love Wind Waker so much. All right.
1: Um, yeah, well, what about Star Fox? The Star Fox seems alright.
0: I don't know. That's coming to the Wii U. I'm worried about the. Uh, it's called
1: Star Fox Zero. Yes, yeah, Star Fox Zero. I'm worried
0: about the uh, the controls. Because the way they showed that thing at E3 was pick up the gamepad and view the aiming reticle through the gamepad, which seems real clunky yeah i just want that game to be Star Fox 64 and if it's too much more complicated than that i think they're messing up okay uh also that kirby game um i guess it's kirby yes. rob robobot planet or planet planet Ro- robobot robobot first of all robobot is dumb <laughs> it's a dumb word that they made up but most importantly this is awesome because this is technically the sequel to Triple Deluxe. Yes, Planet Robobot. Kirby Triple Deluxe is a great game. If you have a 3DS and you have not played it, please do. Uh, and if you like Kirby, of course. This looks like more of that, and that is good in my book. But this is Kirby in a mech suit. Not necessarily. It's an optional mech suit. It's yes, constantly. It's not like a Kirby mech game. No. It, but what matters is is that it's another Kirby platformer, and I love Kirby games. They're probably one of my top five video game franchises. I love Kirby games. You have a Kirby. I I do have a Kirby
1: somewhere somewhere <laughs> <laughs> down
0: the room for Kirby. Yeah. Um uh, yeah,
1: so that's exciting. Okay. And last, but certainly not least, I have just PlayStation news. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, first off, uh, throughout the month of January, uh PlayStation Plus members could have voted for the next free game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone decided on Bro Force. <laughs> Bro Force. It is a 16-bit a side scroller in in the vein of Metal Slug in which right. you can destroy everything. Right. And it has a killer rock album and soundtrack. Yeah. Soundtrack. And um also uh, it has a little bit of real Legacy in it where mm-hmm. when you die you get a different bro to uh continue on with the, the the Bro Legacy. Real right course. Right. Bro L- legacy. The Bro Legacy. <laughs> this is already came out on PC. It's now yep. coming to the PS four. Yep. And uh, th- it is the free game for PS Plus members. Sweet, let's we'll check that out then. I will definitely check this out. This is probably of one course. game I will play. Well, one because it's free. Uh, real quick, I'm
0: going to intersplice this um, with: if you're a Rock Band Four player, March update went up today. Ooh, uh, this is not playlist. This next month, but I'm just letting oh. you know. Oh, also, real quick, uh, I don't. You probably don't have this on your news. Uh, Harmonix announced this week that they are kickstarting but not on kickstarter uh they're on fig which is the i think i mentioned fig on this podcast before it's the kickstarting platform that actually lets donators be investors proper where they get money back right yeah yes. to potentially uh so they went on fig this week to uh try to fund a pc version of rock band 4 really that's weird yeah but the cool part about this is that part of this is to bring back Rock Band Network, which was a feature that launched with three, which whereas where people can make their own uh, songs, um, license their own song, and sell their own songs, not necessarily their own songs. Typically, but songs the they average u- yeah, the average use of Rock Band Network was, I want to make a track for this song that I really like. With the agreement of the artist, that harmonics wouldn't do on their own for example a smaller band say that harmonics wouldn't necessarily do business with but if you were really into it you can connect them themselves yourself and then make the track yourself using right. harmonics proprietary I know software and upload it onto the rockbound network store where you could sell it for money
1: i know that a, a guitar hero world tour did this as well yep and I remember downloading a bunch of TV songs, including Power Rangers, Pokemon, Digimon, yeah. uh, Final Fantasy VII. That was a different thing, though, in yes. a way, because that stuff
0: didn't have to be licensed. Right. This stuff, all, other than the dude made this thing, they're identical clinically to a rock band song, probably. Okay. Um, except for some of the, ma- like, the ma- they were mastered differently. So if you didn't get a master, obviously you wouldn't have, like, separation of tracks. So say if the guitar dropped out, it wouldn't be as noticeable as of as if a guitar line dropped out of a, a proper harmonics mastered song. Uh, but it was really cool, I got some I, I miss some of the songs that I bought on Rock Band Network because it doesn't exist anymore. So potentially what this could mean is that if this if they create if they fund this project and people are able to use the Rock Band Network product again, it could potentially bring over one the old Rock Band Network songs that you had bought previously. Would they still And ha- two, new Rock Band Network Would
1: songs. Would they still have those on a s- so somewhere safe? That's something
0: that, to this date, Harmonix is still trying to legally find out. Oh. They don't know because the rights went everywhere, because there were rights to the person who made it, rights to the bands that they made the negotiations with. All that stuff is everywhere. That, that's really hard to nail down. And so that's why every time they're asked whether Rock Band Network is coming back, Harmonix has said, we don't know yet.
1: Because you have to get the agreed okay from yeah. everybody. But All this, parties yeah, involved. Yeah, exactly.
0: And that changes over time. So so the, this is at least a good first step to getting that figured out. Okay. Potentially.
1: But other than that, it's a weird choice. So something you would fund? Something we should be funding? Uh, I mean, if I had money to throw around,
0: I'd All fund right. a lot of things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd, fund, I'd fund my fridge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I found. <laughs> found my stomach.
1: Anyways. Anyways uh, back to the PlayStation news. Thinking of your stomach. Yeah, you I'm eating that food. I, I will. <laughs> uh, back to the PlayStation news. Yeah. I tried it for. Yeah. That's four. what's coming on in October. Yeah. And, it yeah. and then it got delayed. Yeah, then it got delayed again. Yes, it, it just got delayed another two weeks. So now Sweet. that's May 12th, right? 10th. 10th? May yes. 10th. May tenth. So look forward to kicking
0: off your summer, spending your Memorial Day weekend a couple uh, a week or so later, playing Uncharted four. Because I know that's what I'm going to do.
1: You're going to play when I'm gone. I'm going to play so much. Yeah, because I'm leaving for a Poland. So yeah, you're going to play that.
0: I know. It. I'm going to love it. I love Uncharted. I'm a huge fan. Yep. Another you know, one of those probably top five franchises for me. Um, so
1: I'm really excited for 4, because that trailer makes it look amazing. Well, if you can't wait until, uh, May 10th, Mm -hmm. you can play a Charter 4 multiplayer. Oh,
0: I should download the The open
1: beta goes live today, on the 4th, March 4th, at 11.30am Pacific. To be specific. To be specific, we'll be at work. Yeah.
0: That's fine. I'll, I'll probably check it out tomorrow when I get
1: home. But here's the kicker. Okay. No PlayStation Plus subscription needed. Cool. So, for most uh, PS4 games, or for all PS4 games, in order to access the multiplayer, you need a PS Plus subscription. They're doing this so in order to stress test their servers, because they figure, oh, shit, it's Uncharted 4, everyone's going to be yep. on this, everyone's going to do the multiplayer. So they're using this weekend to stress test their servers... And make sure that no bugs or faulty glitches will fall out. Yeah. Or, no, or, or it's smart. Something. Because, I
0: mean, if you've learned anything over the last five years, you release a uh, internet-capable game to the wild without testing, you suffer the
1: consequences. Day one patch. Yep. <laughs> day one patch. <laughs> that's actually why they I mean, there probably still also will be a day one patch. Probably. Let's be real here. But that's also why they delayed it two weeks, so they don't have to do a day one patch. But Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, this weekend you can check out the different maps, uh, different locations, and the physics of... the gameplay physics and the frame rate of Uncharted 4. Yeah. I'm excited
0: for everything about it. I'm hopefully gonna check out that beta, then.
1: Sweet. And the other, uh, PlayStation news I have comes in the form of No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah! This is that, uh... That game that they demoed at E3, where you could go to a planet, yep,
0: make it your make own. it
1: your own, and then leave and go to a different planet, all without uh in a seamless transition, without uh in screen load screens.
0: So yeah, I've been I've been excited about this game since they originally revealed it. Yep, it's so cool. So we have a date. We actually have a release date. We have a date, June twenty first. That's your summer game, which is perfect summer game too.
1: Yep. Perfect summer game to get lost into. Yeah. And yep. Uh, so I assume we will see more at E three. I we'll bet. see a final. In demo fact, yeah, in fact that would be perfect
0: E3. timing too. Everybody'll have a playable yep. playable E three demo right before that thing comes out. I think Pretty they will great. actually
1: release I believe they will release an E three demo for the PS4.
0: Maybe I they I don't know. I feel like nobody does demos anymore. Yeah, maybe already. I don't know.
1: Well, at least for the floor, they will. Oh yeah, no people
0: there. Oh yeah. will definitely be able to play it. Yep. It has to. That close to a release, you can't. You can't not have that gameplay. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, also, because it is such a, an expansive, supposed to be online, uh, playable format. Mm-hmm. This will actually be getting a hard copy release. Oh okay. So you'll get a physical and digital release on May, uh, on June twenty first.
0: All right, so uh, what's the ETA, if this isn't already happening, what's the ETA to when people on the internet start screaming about, this is going to be $60, isn't it? Because it's of course be it is. It's going to be $60 anyways. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like, but you know how people on the internet are. It's like, it's so expensive. It's, You're
1: going to pay that much for Uncharted anyways. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, but that's from a studio. That's exactly. from a guy. Exactly, see, that's the thing. This supposed to be an
0: indie game, right? It's like. Oh. <laughs> But when you think about it, they, like the idea, of this game is so expansive that it's going to be worth more than sixty bucks. You would, you would think. Hope, right? I mean, it seems
1: like there's just so much you can do in it. I don't know. I mean, I I paid forty for uh, the, the witness. The yeah. Yes, the, the following. The witness. The following. I can call it the following. Cause I a, don't understand why. Because I follow the paths. I don't witness anything. I don't you, spray paint you, in my mouth and witness me. You witness
0: some stuff happening when you solve solved puzzles. You witness more puzzles. My
1: reward is more puzzles. Your reward for puzzles is more puzzles. Yes, no, but my reward is following the end of the puzzle. That's why I call it the following. <laughs> that's, not that, that's something else. I know. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Are we done? Um, well, I have one uh, last tidbit. Uh, that's <laughs> Steam Bundles. Mm. Those of you with uh, PCs and who have Steam accounts, uh, I don't know if this is Valve specific, but Valve announced that if you buy any of their bundles (sighs) uh, during a bundle sale, and you already own the game, Uh but want all the other games, they will discount it even more. Cool. So you don't have to pay for the game again. That's nice. Nice of them to consider that. I'm not sure how often that happens, but... I don't know. It depends on what they bundle together. I guess so. Also, like, if you bought the original without the expansions and they bundle everything together.
0: Yeah, I've thought about doing that before, because sometimes they'll do on the sales. They'll do, like, here's every single, um, um... Well, no, 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 I thought Valve.
1: um, (sighs) Half-Life.
0: Portal. Yeah, stuff like that, where it's like, they'll be like, okay, here's a bunch of games from a certain series, and you think, like... Or, like... Yeah, I can't think of an example, but yeah. You're,
1: you're too tired.
0: Yeah, it's, it's too...
1: It's yeah, like if you own like, <laughs> t- like, two out of the four games in a bundle, yeah. they'll they'll discount you those two games, and you'll get the bundle for cheaper, just so you can have the other two. <laughs> That's really cool. That you'll never play and just sit in your library. Yep, as you do if you're a Steam user, from what I understand. And with that, we will end oh, at a two-and-a-half-hour podcast.
0: God. We apologize to your ears. I do not uh, apologize
1: for anything. Maybe spread this. This is our 10th spectacular.
0: Yeah. Maybe spread this one out. Listen to it a little bit in the morning. Listen to it a little bit at lunch. Listen to it a little
1: bit when you get home. Well, this is why we uh, specifically divided two sections of oh, music, TV, uh, movies, and video games. So, yeah, uh,
0: this will do it uh, for the Media Book Podcast for, wow, oh, I never said the date at the beginning of the show, did I? It was March third. It's
1: March. It was well, technically. Technically, it was it's March third. March 3rd. Now it is March fourth, and we apologize for not being. Yeah, um, really,
0: really, it was supposed to be March second, uh, but we missed our Wednesday this week.
1: No, March third. Oh yeah,
0: we missed our Wednesday this week. Yes. We did it on a Thursday show yes. this week. Not a huge difference for you, but a little bit of a difference for us. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. You can catch us on Twitter, or Media Boat Cast. You can catch us on Facebook. You can like our page and leave us comments anywhere um, by going to. Uh, oh my God, I almost said my old old podcast name. That was almost a bad slip. Yeah. Media, Media Boat. Boat-cast. You can go to Media Boat Podcast on Facebook. Check us out there. Leave us feedback. Tell us what you think. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Quackerdrill, Q U A C K E R D R I L L.
1: I am not 2, N-A-U-G-H-T, the number 2. It's also my gamertag if you want to come yeah, find me. Me too, actually. Yeah. Um, if you want to uh,
0: subscribe to our podcast, you can subscribe to us via iTunes or follow our RSS, RSS feed. If you want to uh, leave us a review on iTunes,
1: please do. That would be nice of you. If you want to talk to us, please do. Please You're do. more than open We're, to talking to people. We'd love to
0: have some feedback. Uh, We've done
1: ten episodes. Please tell us what tell are us, we doing right or wrong, stuff. or or uh, ask us say hi, or if you want to talk about something
0: specific that we're not already talking about, let us know.
1: Yes, if you if you want to know more about stuff that's going over in uh, Europe or <laughs> no, don't don't do that. Okay, good idea.
0: <laughs> that seems a lot of work. It's a lot of work to do that. Um, did, I'll
1: just Google the Guardian. It's okay if you want
0: <laughs> Daily Mirror. There we go. <laughs> BCC. BC oh, BBC. BBC. bbc One. B B C Two. Okay. okay we're, done. we're gonna end this at two thirty here. Thank you all you for guys. listening.
1: We'll see you guys next time on the, the media, media boat. boat. See you.